The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm going to say it. I keep forgetting that David Cassidy is dead. No. I, I keep forgetting it. Sarah Sarah Barron's finding that hilarious. Oh, I'm trying to ingratiate oh, myself to you. Oh, outrageous behaviour. I performed a little bit of how funny I found out, but I did find it funny. Wow. What the, his, Cause, well, because also I... Death I've, or... I've, no, no, no. I mean, I don't I don't remember him dying. No. When did it happen? It happened... Um, just, Break n- it gently because n- she's... November she's, last year. It yeah. happened about a day after Charles Manson died. Which obviously is marked on your calendar. Yeah, obviously. So yeah. is this all 2017? This was 2017. Yeah. Right. It was, a, it was a dark. It was. I think it was November. Do you remember what he died from? Um. Well. Uh. Yeah. Boozing. Did he? He died from boozing. Did he? he? Yeah, he did. And they. He came out like a year before he died and said, "I've got Alzheimer's." And everyone's like, mm, "Okay." And then there's an interview with him, where he goes. It turns out it wasn't Alzheimer's. I was. I had like wet wet brain. I think they call it. Where I've been drinking, he'd been drinking too much, and he had the symptoms of Alzheimer's, and then he stopped drinking, and then 
he got like his memory back and his physical capacity. Um, and then uh, he died. Yeah. But they call it wet brain. Yeah, yeah. I've that's never a, heard that before. Well, I'm medically yeah. trained, so well, there you obviously, go. trust me. You. They did strike you off, but let's not talk about that. Let's, I'll strike you off in a minute. Um, let's, um, hello, I'm Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle, Sarah Barron is here. Hello. I, no, I don't know what, I, are you a comedian? You're, you're everything, you're a, you're a... a I, th- I think you're too nice to say it. I'm, I'm, st- I'm a, it's a jack of all trades, master of none. Okay. I'm a woman in transition. Wow. I'm an aspiring comedian, yeah. but mostly yeah. a stay-at-home mum trying to change that. Wowzers. I think that's a really honest yeah. presentation of what it is. How you, 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 um, your boy is two, just yes. over two. Yeah, just hard yeah. work at that oh, age. Oh God, it's the worst. I mean, I'm so grateful to be a mom, but also <laughs> it's just the, it's the worst. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so terrible. And I, I've, it's, this is the only period in my life where I've ever lost weight without trying. Right. Okay. Because that's how physically grueling I'm finding the entire thing. It's it's relentless. I, it's funny because my kids are eight and six and yours are seven You're and ten. You're through it. We're then. through it. You're well, through no, we're it. through to the psychological round. Right. Which is the next but, one. We don't want to worry you, but that's next. Yeah, but that's we say. are now at the stage where um, the kids are in school in the day. So you've got that kind of break from right. the insanity oh. there are different insanities and new insanities but that you we, there's that daytime break is free where you can go back to bed you can go and do work you can go and sit in the park and drink you can do right. anything yeah, you want all the different things. two and a half it's a constant it is constant process yeah it's very exhausting and i always thought i wanted you know, you'll meet people with two kids yeah. and they'll say oh if i had had the second one first i would have just had one yeah because something in it like it, it's often a girl who's easy and then there's a little boy and the boy is wild and i had the wild boy first wow like, you had your know. second child first i think i might have had my second child first oh god i'm like i don't know if i can you've got to have your first child then because they're like the the bottom they're the easier yeah, very they're well the easier behaved thing oh my goodness um we, we've got a call let's you might want to put your headphones Good. on if you follow I'm just that i'm gonna put them on I want to feel like I'm in the club. Yeah, if you no, follow that it. cable around, there's a little volume it thing. It's too loud because it will um, be loud. It's okay. um, Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Hiya, boss. Alan, you're through to Sarah Barron. What would you like to ask her? Hi, sir. Hi, Alan. How are you? No, man. What's your inspirations for getting into comedy? What's your inspirations for getting into comedy? It's like the subtitles they put on documentaries sometimes. Oh, my God. I want to think of a really good answer. I think I really, really loved it, and I wanted to try, and I felt that I wanted to talk hum- about how miserable my life was, but in a funny way. So who are your main inspirations? I, n- I don't think I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it because it's not fashionable. It's Louis C.K. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. you're, you're, I know, I know, I know, I know. But apart I'm from trying the obvious, to... that's an obvious, that's a good inspiration, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from no, you're, the problem. Of course you're allowed to say that. It's funny because I was listening to a, a, a Tim Heidecker podcast and they were talking about, um, you know, people that you're not that have been that have been caught up in me too or whatever been accused right. of horrendous crimes or, or, or whatever and about how it's okay to still enjoy the art because mm-hmm. it can be separated from the artist right are you how are you with i watched baby driver after the kevin spacey stuff and oh, I, I enjoyed it wait, wait, i forgot was kevin spacey in baby driver yes oh see i hated that film but let, we'll set that to the side for yes. a second. Okay. Um, and then I think I forgot Louis everything C. about K. it except Louis C.K. I think that in his, like with Bill Cosby, no, I don't think you can separate art from artists because right. the crime is so insane. With with Louis C.K., yes, I can, okay. I, I can put on a Louis C.K. stand-up special yeah. and enjoy what he's doing professionally and set to the side some of his very problematic 
sexual proclivities. I, I, I can as well. I, on a slightly, you know, we talk a lot about Gary Glitter here. I don't know how right. aware you are yeah, of I'm Gary Glitter. Yeah, I'm pretty aware of Gary He's Glitter. a child rapist. But in the 70s, he was a huge pop star. Could, could you just keep the noise down a little bit, Alan? Sorry, I'm smoking. Well, that's not the noise I'm hearing. That's but... not good for your health, man. <laughs> then I'm cut down to one a day. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're having it on the phone. Okay. We're honoured. You couldn't have it before the call or after the call or... When, um, who's your comedy inspiration, Alan? Well, mine's the late Victoria Wood. Oh, oh. yeah. Can I, can I blaspheme? I never found her funny. I found her hilarious. I thought she was charming. I thought okay. she was wonderful. Sarah, it's yours. Is the deciding vote. Does she go through to the next round? I'm, I'm not familiar with the work of Victoria Wood, which I know is very bad. Yep. Blame it on my accent, but I'm going to put her through to the next round. Wow, okay. Victoria, you're, you're going through to the judges' houses. Well, thank you for that, Alan. Thank you. There Bye, we go. Alan. He's, he's, oh. uh, he's delightful. I you... wonder whether the difference between Louis C.K. and the others that we've mentioned yep. is uh, remorse. Well, that was, I thought was, I don't know how well you remember his apology letter, mm. but a lot of people were really up in arms about it not being an apology. Right. Yeah. And I thought, I did not think it was perfect. He masturbated in front of women, didn't he? Was that, that was the well, main... And then he, he apologised for holding but, a woman but... in the bathroom and he apologised to the wrong woman, which right. makes you wonder how often he'd done it. Okay. So as I un- as I understand it, he was a, a, yeah a serial masturbator, and he would do it without consent. Yeah. A, a, before all this broke, a, a question someone asked was, did he, meaning Louis C.K., think it was consensual? Mm. Meaning, was part of the thing, the 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 fr- well, not the friction, but you know, it was part of the allure, mm. the idea that this was against these women's will. Mm. I have no idea. I'm not in his no, head. But based know. on the stories that I heard, it sounded like it actually wasn't as like he couldn't stop masturbating. Yeah, yeah. And that's a real problem. And the sh- stuff he did is a real problem. Mm-hmm. But but. And 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 what he took from various women in terms of different is, is all a huge, horrible problem. And I think what he said in the letter was like, I, of course, that was against their consent. Mm. And I didn't understand that. And I thought it was imperfect, but I thought it was a mm. a pretty solid apology. And that is not a fashionable opinion. But no. that is what I thought. Um, um. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, you can phone in for the usual nonsense. Sarah is here, and we're we're, we're going to talk about. You're going to. I, I didn't realise how late it is in in July. You're going to Edinburgh tomorrow. tomorrow. The festival tomorrow. starts tomorrow. People have their first shows tomorrow. Isn't that, isn't that wow. nuts, man? We're there. Your first show is on Friday. It's on Thursday the Thursday. second. Yes. Thursday. Okay. Yes. Let's 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 get the plugs in now, and then we'll get the plugs in again at the end. Uh, so yeah, the, I'll the, try and use my. Very charismatic personality in between, just to advertise for myself. So, the sh- so it's it's Sarah Barron for worse. Yes. And uh, it's a nice nice afternoon slot. Three forty. Three forty. Yeah. Oh, that's a great. I think slot. I'm sort of like a a later. I think of myself as more of a later night act. But what yeah. everyone has told me about Edinburgh, which I have never done for the full month before, is that three forty is essentially like seven forty five at night. Yeah, I think that's a good slot. You do, even if I'm very bawdy. Uh, um, yeah, I think yeah, you can be bawdy at three. Can I? Oh, I mean, God. I'm going to be. So I hope they're they're ready for me. They'll be ready for bawdiness and, and filth, of course. On a they Tuesday, will. mate. Every Everybody, day in Edinburgh. right? Edinburgh is Fine. bawdy city. Fine. Um, and what what venue are you at? The Tron. No, I don't know that one. That is, it's a. So first of all, I, I basically lucked into it. So I'm not like talking about. I, I got a really great venue. It's like one of the Edinburgh venues that feels like a stand-up club. Yeah. 
um, and it's right in the center. It's right in Brilliant. the center. Because um, some uh, of those venues are scattered. Are, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're, they're black boxes, university things, and this feels like a stand-up club, 70 people, right in the center. Of town. I did it once in with doing a show with Mackenzie. We did it in a classroom. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people do that. Yeah, and they like hang up some black cloth, yeah. and it's supposed to not be a classroom anymore. It's quite. The do you same. remember we went and saw a show, yeah, the did. play about Charles Hawtrey, yeah. the, uh, about the British actor, and it was in a lecture hall. Do you remember? We yeah. were like in, um, and we were sitting like this, and I yeah. thought, God, last time I was sitting in one of these chairs, I was pretending to be listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, so three forty uh, at the drop, and uh, I don't want to ask you what what what's your show like because uh, it's yeah, brilliant, of course. Yeah, it's well, brilliant. I mean, obviously it's so good. No, I mean it, it's um, essentially what I want it to be is a realistic portrayal of an adult life and in contrast to the way that people mostly present their stuff online oh so that's so basically it's a bag of stuff right okay. it's me doing some stand-up bits it's me talking about stuff i find interesting i try to move that along because when i was in edinburgh last year yeah. i saw i was seeing about six shows a day and i would you can make it through about 20 minutes before you think oh dear jesus yeah Christ, yeah I'm yeah and I wanted to try to put together 52 minutes where people were just engaged. Cause, I don't promise I've done that, but that's you the You don't next, want... The goal. It's, it's difficult to get up and walk out of a room when there are only 35 other people in there and not be spotted. If you're not enjoying the show... Oh, yeah. You kind of got to stick it out until... The, and then there are only yeah. 50, you say 52, 53, but you got to stick it out to the end. Yeah. But it, those those hours can stretch. Yeah. They're if it's not very, a good show... Yeah, so I've I've tried very hard to pack it full of stuff on a minute by minute. So basis. is the, from what you said, is this that kind of thing that, that um, we talk about a lot on this show about how everyone's life seems perfect online with Instagram and Twitter? Yes, is and that... I think everyone is miserable mm. and nobody's talking about it, and it's detrimental for everybody. Yeah, and um, so I'm trying to talk about it in a real. How do you get on on Twitter? Because I, I hate it. I don't. It. I don't. I don't tweet. I don't tweet. God, I, I'm going to do. I hate it. I think that I should. Then. I know because I think it's this thing. And a, a thing that someone said to me recently were, was the phrase, the phrase hygiene levels. Right. I don't know that phrase. Okay. So that's how you should be thinking about your social media. Right. Hygiene levels. Like as often as you need to wash, you need to be on social meds. And I was like, that makes me think I'm going to die. I wow. can't. So, so I'm, I don't know. I, I find it, it, like I said, the idea that I would like take us and be like, Hey, love doing Ian's show. Such a big fan. So excited to be with you guys. Selfie. I mean, I'll do it, but I will be dying inside <laughs> while I'm doing it. And it's not about not respecting your work no, no, or not no. being so excited to be here. Cause I am. No. It's about why do I have to take a picture of it yeah. mm-hmm. i didn't swear no she didn't swear no, she's but, self-censored which she, we appreciate thank you very much indeed but so but you feel that you understand that that's the way things work but you don't have to like it and also this whole idea that you have to demonstrate things to, Why do I have to strangers the whole time I'm, I'm so happy to be here and then but then so you have tell to do them. the whole thing so tell them yeah i i hate twitter and you do hate twitter i hate it Tell me more it. because you have a good Twitter profile. Well, so well, somehow you've. But I'm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you do actually. Well, I do. Um. Uh, and part of it was because I did this silly show last year, the the, the jungle, and, and that doubled my Twitter followers. So, I, I, but I go on there. I just hate it, and and I feel happier. I've, I've deleted it off my phone, the app, and I've blocked the website from my phone. Catherine has blocked it from my phone, so I can't get it on my phone because I would be the turn. I've told this story before, but the turning point. 
I was out with my kids and my youngest kid was climbing a wall and I was arguing with someone on Twitter um, who thought I'd made a joke about them having terminal cancer and I hadn't. And my son said, Daddy, look at me. I'm climbing a wall. And without looking, I went, not now, son. I'm busy. And I was just arguing right. with a guy that I was right. never going to. That right. argument was never going to be won. So I got it taken off my phone. I got it for the show. I use it for the show. But I don't go and I try not to tweet. Like yesterday. Okay. I did. I went back on there and I said, oh, I'm getting divorced and I'm buying a house. Yesterday was a really stressful day. I'm divorced. I'm buying a house. It's so stressful. And lots of people said nice things like, hang in there, right. dude. You got this one. But then loads of people said, well, um, one guy said, well, um, at least you were in love and that brought two children into the world and you're buying a house and it's probably in London. So you must be minted. So, you know, look on the bright side. Some people are homeless. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and it's that one that will trigger. Not all the nice ones. Which is so funny because when I hear you say something like that, I'm like, but obviously outside, like when you're like... How can that even bother you? That person yeah, is still does. obviously up their own yeah. bum hole. Yeah. But it does. Like when it's actually said to you, it's troublesome. Yeah. I think. See, I think I I can't think of anything to say. That that's very frankly. I think some people are very funny. At, not many, but some people are quite funny. Some on people Twitter. are great on Twitter. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. Then don't say it. We all feel that we have to say something. Yeah, and I'm thinking I don't have a thing to say yeah. here. Yeah. So that like so you actually it sounds like it was. It was getting you in in this way that yeah. was making you a less happy person. Oh, God, it's making me miserable. Whereas I just feel like, I guess I'm supposed to say a thing, but I don't have anything to say. Can you not employ, like, writers or... No, I don't think people are doing that. For, well, some probably still I tell you who's doing good, it the Twitter, only right? consistently funny person on Twitter is Adam Hess. Do you know Adam Hess? I do. I need to. Adam Hess is br- he's brilliant. He's great. And there is someone named Lou Sanders... L O U Sanders. Name. I think I've seen a few and retweets. She yeah. on Instagram. She's the only person. Mm. Adam Hess is another mm. one. Um, where you go, that is actually funny. They've got that's it. That's like a that's weird and it's funny and it's interesting and you have a thing to say. Yeah. Should we take another call? Let's try. Let's try David Badcock. Good evening, David. Um, right, I'll keep, uh, keep this uh, short and sweet. Okay, a bit muffled tonight, David. Oh uh, well. I- I think it's my phone. I'll speak louder. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, Thank you. Face. Hi. Right. I'm reading out a letter from my lawyer, Frank Belushi. Okay. Uh, my client, David Arnold Babcock, yes. was uh, hacked last night by some jabroni who was doing a voice like him, right. uh, it, saying false things. Because you came on the show last night and said you'd fallen in love with your hoover. <laughs> didn't you we'll carry on uh, that we'll carry was on. that was you last night wasn't it and and this was you last the other week i'm david babcock and i got my willy stuck in the hoover that was you my client oh. has never knowingly inserted his length into oh, the novel of a hoover wow length, length. i think that's Ooh. a legal term he most <laughs> certainly i've never heard that before has never ejaculated into one. Okay. All right, okay. Thanks so thanks, much. Thanks so much for your call. Thanks for the clarification. Let's try Rory. Good evening, Rory. Hi. How are you doing? I'm very well, Rory. What have you called Good. for us tonight? Uh, um, I'm going to go to Edinburgh. I'm going to see um, Sarah Shaw. Hi, Sarah. Oh, Rory. That, you've we made just my sold night. A you've made my actual night. Will you come say hello to me afterwards? Oh, I will, surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I run a comedy club as well, and um, I try. I, I, I don't know if this is. Tell me if this sounds patronizing, right? But I try to get at least. I have but eight. It's an open mic, and I have like eight, um, six to eight comedians every week, and I try to get at least two women every week. 
I think that's too many, for goodness sakes. No, hang on a minute. No, that's the wrong Mm. way around. Um, I don't know if there is. I I, I think that only two? Well, it's it's quite difficult to find women, but I try. Is this in Northern Ireland? It's in Derry, in Northern Ireland. In Derry, okay. So are are there less women? Well, there's like two female comedians. Oh, there's only two, right. Okay, wow. In Northern Ireland that I know of. So there's heavy rotation of certain people. So you have the same two... How often do you do this night? Uh, weekly, every, every... So the Thursday. same two women on every week? Yeah, but think <laughs> no. how good that means they must be getting. Isn't it, though? No, right? isn't it? Yeah, they must be getting getting really good. Um, yeah, but, but no, I have, I have about... I've had about six or seven on, and, and I've done it nine, nine, nine shows, so... Do you remember? So, uh, I, I come from an age when we were constantly told women aren't funny. Women aren't. Good. That was a, that was. I don't know if that was a line in America, but that was a line over here, seventies yeah, and eighties and into the nineties. Women aren't funny, and um, you know, one of my, one of my favourite comedians for years has been Josie Long. I love oh, yeah, well, Josie she's Long. Just she's incredible. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, but the women aren't funny was was the was the thing, and um, it 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 still is. There's still kind of that vibe i think in some quarters i think it's gone quite a lot but in some quarters there is still that belief that yeah i I think so i'm in london and i think it's so out of fashion to say that in london london's different yeah 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 yeah. and so that's sort of its own little bubble in a way and i think i've i think there are so many women who are still encountering that i basically haven't okay um the only couple of things i've run up against is not women aren't funny but Mm. you're so angry Oh, uh, right. So, and you're not allowed to be angry because well, you're a woman. Is well, that in other words, so like I did a night one time and it was it was a less woke night, as the kids say. Okay, right. Yeah, than yeah. I usually get to do. Right. And it was this old school guy running the night. And um, this the opening act was a guy who's known. He's a ranter. That's what he's known for yeah. as neck. An and he got up and was screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. Fine. Yeah. Wasn't he brilliant, guys? Give us a hand for so and so. Woo woo woo. I get up, do my thing. Um, and then it was like, what he said when I got off was, oh, well, she's a little angry. And I thought, uh, first of all, I feel pretty confident that what that wasn't was like masterful, brilliant comedy. And then a woman who just screamed. I don't think that's what just happened. I think that that's, you're just, you're this other school. You're this guy who behaves this way. And, um, I've, but if he'd gone on and been, not been that, that way, you'd have been too soft. Right, and also it's I just right exactly. And, you can and never win with those sort of blokes. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So I, I think it still knocks around a little bit. I haven't done stand up for years and years, but you would get the comp if it's a, a, a female comedian uh, going off stage. Isn't she absolutely beautiful? Well, you know, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, you know. the beautiful, yeah. the stunning. You know, it's like come on, oh, man. Even and this in is the so 90s, what's so screwed up in me is if someone said that now, I'd be like. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's like better than knowing my comedy's good. So Rory, are you are you trying to persuade Sarah to come over to Derry? How much are you paying? What's what's the deal? He said she, it's open mic, so I assume Rory you're, this is You're a big unpaid. star. You're a big star. She oh, wants yeah. first yeah, class yeah. travel. Yeah, she wants a premiere in and yes. she wants uh, 500 pounds. Yes. Yeah, well, we can only that's free in and we can only seat 50 people, so Oh, I'm not sure about but you that, charge them. So. You have to charge them twenty pounds a ticket, then, man. Come on. Mm, yeah, people keep yeah, telling you me that. You should be my agent. Oh, Very good. Well, right. <laughs> we won't make any money, but we'll have fun. Yeah, we'll have a good time. Rory, how long are you going up to Edinburgh for? 
I'm probably going for about five days, and I, I did a show like two years ago, but um, and I go, but I go, I've gone every year for the past eight years. So. Rory, would you be our Edinburgh correspondent and call us uh, from the festival and let us know what's going on, and let us um, know about Sarah's show yeah, as well? Seriously. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be there from Friday the seventeenth until Tuesday the twenty. Second. Nice. Okay. So, nice stretch. One. That's a good stretch. Well, okay. All right. Nice one, Rory. Thank you. Bye. Ta ta. Bye bye. He's one of the nice ones. If yeah, he's coming he's to, lovely. If he's coming to your show, you're okay. Yeah, I, I want the guy who talked about his length to come as well. <laughs> I think he did come. That ever, was the problem. Oh, steady. You should get back to the stand up. Steady. <laughs> Hello, Philip. Oh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Good evening, Sarah. Hi, Philip. Um, I've got a question for you. Are the audiences in America different, say, the West Coast? out on the East Coast, are, are they all different or, or virtually all the same? Well, so here's how I'll try and answer that. So I didn't actually get into stand-up until I moved to the UK. So I'm much more familiar in a way with British audiences and know very little about American audiences. But what I can tell you mm-hmm. is that American audiences are... And I, listen, I say this with love and respect for you and your people, <laughs> but yeah. American audiences are known for being... Right? Like, you don't even have to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. And an American audience is like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. And a British audience, in a, in a way that I think is great and that I think creates a culture of better comedy has more the attitude of like what you got yeah show me what you got yeah and then i'll start to but laugh in, in you. america you can get 20 minutes out of just naming places right well you can do that in the uk as well can you? yeah 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 we were always amazed you'll remember this uh uh philip yeah. the, the 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 point that proved that for us was we when we used to watch happy days yeah and, and yeah. the fonds uh, would come on the set and the audience would go nuts yeah. for the fonds for like yeah. two minutes of standing ovation just because yeah. he's walked through the door. And then he hit the jukebox, and then they'd gone again. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, they used to come out, didn't they, and say, you film before a live audience. Film before a live audience, yeah, yeah that was a big yeah. deal. I must admit that um, over the years, there have been several American comedians that I've regarded as my favourite. Okay, well, name no more than ten, please. All right, no, I've only, I've only <laughs> three. Charles Nelson Riley. These are old people comedians. We're the youth. I'm saying that. I mean, I mean, you know how old I am, Ian. So I'm sort of talking to people. He's like that, 83. Uh, That's not even a joke. He's 80. 83? <laughs> no, 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 a bit lower. Rodney Dangerfield. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And of course, Joan Rivers. Oh, I was very, very lucky. Here we go. I'm sorry, Ian, but I've got to tell this. Well, story. okay, but remember, this isn't the Bob Mills and, no, no, and Philip no, from no, South no, Norwood show. No, I just wanted to because I, I love telling the story. Well, just tell it then, man, for God's sakes. Hang on, Joan Rivers was on a on a phone in, and they were taking calls, yes. and I phoned in, and we had a chat about a film she'd been working on, and I asked her to tell the story, the joke about what happened when she was expecting a baby right. on a plane. Don't you're not don't, you're not going to tell us her story that she told, are you? Well, if, you, if I'm allowed to tell it, I No, will. no, because it will go on for ages. It's a very short story, Ian. You've got 20 seconds. Right, basically, she was on a plane. It was one of these economy flights. They laid her in the aisle. Her feet were in first class. Her head was in the economy. <laughs> yes. And when she was born, the baby had champagne and caviar. She had coffee and sandwiches. She's very good. And, and, and so are you, Philip. It's always so a pleasure. You, Thank Philip. you. But you kind of got in there and stopped. That was... By the way, I mean, he just did an incredible... I, when you said you've got 20 seconds, I thought, well, he's yeah. screwed. And then he yeah. really Delivered. Oh, he's a professional. Honestly, he is 80-something. Was he pretending he's significantly younger? Showing off. Um, can we have you for another, like, 10, 15 minutes? I would be you sure? thrilled and flattered, of course. I, I've got to play some adverts because I'm late. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 
Um, this late night alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Sarah Barron. So, Catherine, you, you just gave me a look there as if to... No, just I don't know whose gang I want to be in. Either headphones or no headphones. You said she doesn't need them on. No, Do I need them on? Oh. I feel it's like what the cool. I really feel it's like what the cool guys are doing. You can wear the headphones. I want to be cool. You can wear them. You are I cool. Wanna... Put them on. Oh, thank you, Catherine. Thank you for taking the bait. Unlike some other people here. Yeah, Wowzers. So now I want to talk to you about the Moth Radio Hour. Oh, okay. Because you hosted it for a while. Yes. Yeah, so let me, be, let me be clear about what my role was. So basically, the moth is this huge. The live show. The live show. Yes. Go. So there's not. Re- so they have this very successful podcast now, yep. which are stories. But they do and have done for almost 20 years now these live shows. Yes. And in New York, they have I think about four regular hosts because they happen once a week. So all of us do one okay. a month. Because I want Because I I like the radio hour. And yes. I have done for a long time. And I, on, we were coming back from Manchester, and I said to Kath, let's, let's, let's put one of these on and listen to it. And the first story was brilliant, about um, a woman who had the curse on her. Oh, God, she was amazing. She was great. woman had a curse put uh-huh. on her. And so instead of paying the $5,000 to the gypsy um, fortune teller who <gasps> diagnosed the curse, she became a witch herself. Yeah. And that is good. I mean, it was good. great. Yeah. And it's, it's like a 10-minute... It's, it's, it's 10-minute storytelling in front of an audience. It's funny. And then the second story started off good about the woman... And the car crash outside her house, and then it ended very. Just, it just it wasn't a great was, ending. Was it not a? Basically, did you think you were in for something that still felt really funny, and then you just heard something very dark, or was it a poorly done story? It, just I didn't think it was much of a story. I wasn't expecting it to be comics. I knew the show, and I, right, I know some are right, light, some are right. heavy. Um, but so how does the, how does the live show? work they have these slams yeah so the bulk of the live shows are story slams so the idea of the moth is like whoever you are we want to hear your story yeah right and that could mean that you could hear some wonderful stuff and some terrible stuff so what they've intelligently done is sort of set up these different rules for storytelling that means it really ha- i'm gonna use a really ridiculous phrase but it really helps the storytellers be their best selves. Oh. oh but it, it does. So basically, you come, you write your name down on a piece of paper, you put your paper into a bag, yeah. we draw names at random over the course of an evening, and then ten people get up and tell a story. And they tell a story on a particular theme that's been chosen ahead of time. Yeah. You have to, you can only tell, you've got five and a half minutes to tell the story. Yeah. Um, and it is just... I think if you've not seen something like it before, it's quite revelatory because mm. it's so different from a stand-up night. You really, you like, get to encounter people from yeah. completely different walks of life. And one of the best ones that I, and so, so anyway, when I moved to London, I started hosting for them here. And I was like, this will be interesting how this goes at, over in London. Because when I say when I host these, host these shows, it's like if you show up in L.A. Yeah. or New York to a moth show, get in line. You'll be one of 40 people there to tell a story. Good luck to you if you get picked tonight. And then in London, it's like, we've got four storytellers. It's like, you know, the British thing of like, oh, I don't think I have anything to say. Yeah, Thank you, though. You know, whereas you've the got, Americans are like... You've got four storytellers and one yeah. of them goes, do you know what? It's probably it's, not worth it. You know it. what? You probably don't want to hear from me. Whereas in America, it's like, let me tell you what I have to say, yeah. right? <laughs> but we're, we're getting you guys on board. So now we have these sort of fuller, lusher shows. And this guy told a story and he he was there to tell uh, to tell a funny story so yeah. that was his vibe um and he told a story about trying to kill himself wow. and being you know this really good student and he couldn't take the pressure of his academics anymore and he just he got his life in order and um he jumped off one of the bridges into the Thames and he did it he jumped wow 
and he was fine and like just drifted over to the side of the river and climbed up and it's you're like and that is the moth when the moth is at it you're like i'm just sat in a room suddenly and this guy is telling like i'm hearing from someone who they did the they didn't so it's not like someone grabbed their arm they did it he did the thing and it wasn't even like and then he was in hospital and, and then he just walked home soaking wet and had to get on with the rest of his life wow Wow. And that, like, that's it at its best. And it's not always at its best. No. Then you get a lot of duds. But just, you know, I heard a story about a woman who was, her parents got her a massage. It's a birthday gift. And she was, like, massaged with hot oil and slipping all over the stone in front of, like, a very hot man. And that was, like, so funny you couldn't believe You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. it's um it's just a really, I'm shilling for them now. But it is a good evening out, yeah. I think. So do, they, do you still do, do you still work with those guys? Yeah, I host over here. here. They do a show every month. Mostly oh, they do they? it at Rich Mix. Um, sort of um, in shortage. Okay, Ooh, we're, gonna yeah, go, sure. we're gonna go. We're gonna go because I, the, I don't like going to comedy clubs. The thought of seeing six, yeah. seven, eight comedians no. doing their Brexit Trump gags. Right. No. That doesn't appeal to me. No, I understand. I that. like, but I like live events where there is um, danger. Danger is wrong, but where where there is a possibility that someone's turn might not quite work. You right, know, the, right. the, and not there to laugh at them, but there's just that 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 fine line between it being great and actually not succeeding that well at yeah. all and things like that and what was the is it mortified the diary yeah. oh right those right, kind right. of things where it's where it's it's different from stand-up and it's people who wouldn't normally get yeah. up on stage yeah. talking yeah i love stuff like that yeah i think I, and the, the thing i forgot is that there's also competitive elements where people get scored like right. so after every story you get like these note, wow. not note cards but these cards with scores it's a very good it's a really good evening out yeah. if you sort of don't if you're someone who thinks that they really like comedy but somehow something never quite works for you mm. in a comedy club we're going we should go let's we'll take a night off work and go and plenty of people get up just so we're very clear and i'm not overselling it plenty of people get up and it's terrible yeah but there's something in the terribleness of it that's oh wonderful and yeah. then the next person is great and yeah. that's the magic of the moment. one of the best stories i heard on the radio was this guy and it started off him being his his uncle was a cop and him being an irritating little kid at the table and this and his uncle said if you do that again son i'm gonna handcuff you to right. the radiator so right. he did it again and the guy slapped him and hey. handcuffed him to the radiator and then that caused him to kind of be a bit of a drifter and a loner as he got older and he was like in it then he went to being in his early 20s hitchhiking across the states and this guy stopped and he got in the car with this guy and he there was a weird vibe and the guy started masturbating and pulled out a knife and and this oh, kid okay. just kind of, kind of, he, he, I don't know, he, uh, he punched him or said, get, you stop now, and yeah, get me out. Yeah, get me out of here. He got out, and then six months later, watching the news, and this guy was like one of America's most prolific serial killers. Oh. And he remembered him because he looked like his brother-in-law, and he was like this huge serial, and he was one of the only people to have been in this guy's car and got out alive. And it was, it, oh my it, that God. corner, when it turned into that part of the story, I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. There's some really, there's just some very good. You're from all walks of life. Let's go to um, uh, Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. How you doing tonight, Jerry? It's a little bit cooler. I'm a bit cooler, a bit, a bit better, but very short. I'm just going to explain to Sarah that Jerry's got Parkinson's. Got it. And so when it's hot. We haven't got a clue what this guy is saying. Okay. And when it's cooler, we we stand a much better chance. And sometimes we find that if he sings it, we understand oh, it a little bit better. Great. But we got we got time. What you got for us tonight, Jerry? All right, uh, that's your guest. 
Yes. Since you can see, we see this poor for the blind. Oh, you are a filth. You're, you're a, a, a filth dog. So we found this website. Uh huh. It's called Porn for the Blind. Okay. Oh. It's closed down now. I could, I could, I could, I can play you a clip if you want. Hang on a second. So is it, is it the noises of people having sex? No. It's narrated. It's, it's. Here we go. Here, have, here's a listen. Here's. I'd be very uncomfortable the if I get a main banner displays Let's a just jump to this is the delivery man. Okay, okay. Okay, this is this is big sausage pizza. So it's it's someone Great. narrating porn. Okay. Here we go. Have a listen. Here on we go. the couch, giving a thumbs up to the camera. There is an open pizza box on his lap. His penis is protruding from a hole in the center of the box. One woman is touching the penis. One is bent over, sucking the penis. Uh, one is massaging the penis between her breasts while simultaneously eating a slice of pizza. There you go. That's okay, is it supposed to be funny? No. Because the guy who's reading it is reading it like he's in on a joke of a thing, I think. There's there's loads. This website's closed down now, but we've managed to kind of hack back into it. Loads are serious, and then towards the end of it, people started taking the mic. But it's oh, okay, very straightforward okay, okay, dis- uh, audio descriptions. And you want Sarah to describe pornography, do you, Jerry? Get out of here. Outrageous. Again, all this is what's so prob I'm just flattered. <laughs> I'm flattered that he wanted that from me. How much does it pay? That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll do it. That's the thing. I'll do it. Um, okay, listen. Uh so the show start you're there for the whole run of it. Yeah, I think I have Thursday. a show off on the th- I have a day off on the 13th, but from the 2nd to the 26th, every day. Are you doing that thing? That when I, I mean, I was there 20 years ago for the full run. I've popped up since. But th- there's also like other shows where you can go and showcase shows, yeah. your thing and then, then go, if you like this, come and see me here. Yeah. Are you doing all of that kind of stuff? Mm, I think I'm doing a, I'm doing some of it. I'm um, I'm doing some of those. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's uh, like Sarah Millican runs this wonderful, oh, she runs standard Sarah, ish, yeah. issue. So she's doing a bunch of shows and i'm doing one of those but i've been so genuinely like so worried about my health just because i've been so exhausted in the run-up mm. and i have a small child that i was just like you know what we're just yeah we're taking it easy so i haven't pursued some of that you said a really interesting life. thing before we came in because when i was going up there people were waiting to get their sitcom or their panel show yeah. or all of that and you, the reason that you've got for going up there, I thought was spot on. You said, I, I just want to get better. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a, a girl can dare to have private dreams oh, yeah, and set her own head, right? But I think that that's what everybody talks about is how insane it makes everybody. Yeah. So I've just thought, you know, the more sort of grounded I can be. Yeah. And I started this sort of late in life, so I'm not like going up at 24 and like really hoping it goes green for me. So I just think, right, I'll be a better comic in September. Mm. Right? That's I'll it. Get some new jokes. You're doing it every day, an hour a day, every day. You can only get better. Get so that's what I, that okay. is what I hope to accomplish and to give the people a good show. I want to be very funny for them. Screw those losers. Yeah, screw those losers. Screw but those But I really losers. want them to like me and laugh at me, though. Listen, uh... Uh, we're going to send you home because you're going up to Edinburgh tomorrow. I am. I didn't realize she was going tomorrow. That's nuts. That's that's crazy behavior. It's come all this rubbish. Um, Guys, come on. I want a little more self confidence from you no, too. This was a pleasure British. and privilege. So give us the plugs again. So it starts on Thursday. It's Sarah Barron for worse. Yes, yeah, Sarah is spelled Sarah Barron B A R R O N yep. for worse. Three forty at the Tron. Please come and join me, and I will try and give you a good hour. Go and go and see, it and then go and say. 
say hello afterwards. Yeah, be Rory, cool with that, Rory's, you? yeah I would love it. Rory's going to come and say hello afterwards. Uh, uh, Sarah dot com, and it is it's spelt Sarah, but it's pronounced Sarah. Well yeah, done. Thanks so much. That's an absolute pleasure. Um, let us know how it goes. Give us a call from the festival if oh, you want. I would love and let to. Let us know yeah. how it goes. I will do that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I, I, I do enjoy Edinburgh, but I, any more than the, the, the festival I'm talking about. Look, the, the city itself is wonderful. But, but any more than sort of three days in the festival, I am shattered by it, man. It is exhausting and it is relentless and it is uh, it's tiring. But well done. Good luck, Sarah. Um, we are, Catherine and I will be in Edinburgh, but after the festival, Saturday, September the 1st, we are in Edinburgh at the Stand Comedy Club, afternoon show, 4.30, and Sunday, the 2nd of September, we're at the Stand in Glasgow. 1st of September, we're in Edinburgh, Sunday, the 2nd of September, we're in Glasgow. If you want tickets, ianlee.com slash event, I-A-I-N-L-E-E dot com slash event is the place to go. Phone lines are open, dear listener. 03444991000. We're completing our list of... Um, you remember me and Catherine when we were in Manchester? We saw the whiteboard written... Written, written, written by the religious nutjob. And I'm not saying all religious people are nutjobs. This guy was. List of people that he said were going to go to hell. Um, I thought it sounded like a good party. We're trying to fill it. So far... We have Andy is a homosexual. These are, callers have claimed these titles. Rory is the drunkard. Matt is the gluton. Uh, Ellie is wickedness. Brian was the thief, but Ian stole it from him. Badcock is the fornicator. Mags is the backbiter. Sean is covetous. And Pablo is the innocent bloodshed. Uh, it's a weird list. We've still got boasters, um, strife, uh, sowing of discords, false witness, disobedient to parents, anger, extortioners, haters of God. Uh, so we still got those. Those slots are up for grab. If you want them, <laughs> I can't speak. I tell you why I can't speak, right? Because because it's been so stressful recently. Should be stressful. You've got loads of money and you've got children. Someone said on Twitter. Shouldn't you've got no right to be stressed? I never forget once, right? I tweeted, this was years ago, I tweeted, oh man, I'm so tired, right? It's this thing you say, oh man, I'm so tired. And someone replied, and it became a bit of a thing for a while with me. How can you be tired? You don't work as hard as a doctor. Now those guys are tired. What? You're allowed to be physically tired, even if you're not a doctor. Even if you are not a doctor. I'm back off Twitter again now. Had a couple of days on there and I'm back off and it it feels it feels so good, man. It feels so good. But so it has been stressful with this divorce and um, with the house, the farm that I'm I'm buying. More on that in a bit. Let's just say my key ring is a little bit heavier today, yes, man. But it means I've got um, the biggest mouth ulcer 
on my tongue ever. Normally you can't really see these things. But I, st- I was driving home last night and I kept sticking my tongue out and looking in the rearview mirror, the RVM, as I'm going to be calling it from now on, just to st- save time. And um, and it was huge, man. It was just like they're flapping against my tongue. So I need to get some Bongella. Can we get this show sponsored by Bongella? I think that's the way forward. Just trying to negotiate a deal, Catherine, to get the show sponsored by Bongella. Oh, not germaloids. Uh, germaloids? That's for your bum hole. Well. Wowzers. My bum hole is in fine, fine... Right Sorry? Hmm? It's in fine, fine form. Um, isn't Sarah Barron delightful? Yes. Yeah? Can, can, we, can we have her as our friend? I like her very much. I'm going to work on that. Okay. She's the sort of person who makes the whole room sort of bubble. Yeah, 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 she does. It was, the room was very, very bubbly. Liked it. Very bubbly. Um, so we're still trying to find... Uh, I've just read out the list of people that we're still trying to find for the register. Don't pick oh. it. It'll never heal. Um, and we'll see where we get with that. It's always weird going into the show after we've had a guest because... Uh, it, you kind of you have the guest 40 minutes or whatever and it's bubbly and, and then you kind of just it's like someone slams the brakes on and there's no call we need to fizz it up again mm. I think well no I don't think that I think that's an old uh, that's an old thing um, I tell you what we're going to do tomorrow we're going to try it tomorrow we're going to do the whole show no phone no phone calls Skype calls only what was the Skype? I can't remember the login. It was late night alternative was the Skype. But I can't remember the login because I tried to log into it at the weekend. Oh, no. And I couldn't find it. I don't know what email it's associated. I'll, f- I'll, find, I'll find it. I'll find it. But tomorrow night, no phone calls. It could be a disaster. We may completely, you know, we get loads of kids phoning up saying the M word and stuff. Um, but we won't take phone calls. We will take Skype calls only and to see how that goes, that might get us a few different callers, a few different voices. It might create um, a different vibe. It will certainly sound different to you, dear listener, because some of those Skype, some of the quality, some of the quality on those Skype calls are um, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. So we will, um, we will see. Uh, but in the meantime, you can call in tonight. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Have we got the papers? I brought them into the antechamber. <laughs> well, bring them into the um the, the pro chamber. Let's have those guys because the front page of the mirror, the front page of the the front page of the mirror. Pardon me. Pardon me. The front page of the mirror. It's natural. We'll do it. The front page of the mirror is the biggest... Tell Kath she might not want to come in for a few minutes. Okay. Yes, mate. This time it was audible. The front page of the mirror... <laughs> Don't... What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't just... Find the front page of the mirror. Don't throw them at me. Oh, you're such a tit. Sorry, that was the real me that came out. That wasn't... That wasn't... Idiot. It wasn't the real you that came out. It was gas. That was, um, don't throw them. Just, I only want the mirror for now. Well, please don't be antisocial in there. Like a butcher's curtain it is walking back. <laughs> you can talk. Don't. No. So the front page of the mirror. Have you seen it? 
Fortnite, the game, made me a suicidal drug addict. Oh. Dad saves his son, 17, from death plunge after he gets hooked on online craze. Um, no. Let's read the story. I think it's more likely after he got hooked on amphetamines. But let's see. Let's see. A boy's obsession with video game Fortnite ruined his life and drove him to a suicide bid. His dad had to physically stop him from jumping to his death. Carl Thompson, 17, from Preston, Preston said, Fortnite made me a suicidal, thieving, lying drug addict. Um... Did the video game make him a thieving, lying drug addict, or did the drugs exacerbate an addiction that was living within him? Well, let's do that in a second, because I want to. I want to. I thought this guy was dead, ladies and gentlemen. We've not heard from him from ages. It's Barry from Watford. Hi, hi. Here comes Barry from Watford. He's a very, very, very old man. He is old, his act is old, and he's as funny as spam. Oh, here comes Ian Lee. He's a tall streak of wee-wee. We thought he'd gone. He went into the jungle. Blimey, what a bungle that was. Here comes Barry. You might remember him. He used to call me years ago. Then he teamed up with a famous nut job. No lemons on his shitty show. And you know very well that cheap, cheap, cheap was good. <laughs> it, no, listen. Stand the savaging of a load of people who don't do no good. You know cheap, cheap, cheap would be flying now if it wasn't for some of those horrible reviewers. I could mention one or two cows. I like Deal or No Deal. It was a very straightforward format. Noel Edmund stood there, got people to open boxes. I like that. But I watched Cheap, Cheap, Cheap. It should have been called shit, shit, shit. (laughs) You were dressed up in a brown caretaker's coat and didn't do anything funny. You know very well that I was pretty funny. I don't. Yeah, it had all the elements of variety, plus you won money. But the money you won was pony. The games were a load of jabronis. Edmund Moose Smug, (laughs) you had a tug, and that was cheap, cheap, cheap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, people won lots of money. Did they? Iron- ironic, you're talking about money. Oh. You went, you went into the bush. <laughs> you didn't do much, and you came back with 125 grand. What a money for old Rutho. <laughs> that was you. You are a jutter. <laughs> Swinging from a rope with a harness on, balling your eyes out. Give it a rest, son. <laughs> Every night I have to watch you <laughs> hiding behind a 
Steve Wright show back in 1986. He's not been relevant for 30 years, but you went on there. And I know you got 45 quid for every performance that you did. There were no jokes. There were no laughs. And yet you did it. I nearly said something libelous. Um, can I just remind you? Please. Steve Wright show is, and you can't argue, <laughs> it's the most listened to radio show in Western Europe. Are you sure that that is true? That's the true. figures don't quite add up. Chris no. Evans gets a load more than Steve Wright's load of old tosh. You know, I'm very funny. Really? I'm all right. I didn't earn very much money. Well done. I didn't phone you to talk a load of poo. I'm talking about my show in Edinburgh before I get cut off. All right, we'll come back to you after the news, Barry. I think you've earned that. (laughs) Someone says on YouTube, it's like a really crap rap battle. (laughs) Well, I'm Barry from Watford. After the news and you, Andrew, as well. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Oh. Yes, man. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. My name's Ian Lee. Who are you, lady? Catherine Boyle. Um, big day in in my world. I finally, finally, finally got the keys to my new farm, my new home, which is a farm, a working farm. And I went, and, I, and I'm not staying there tonight. But I, I packed all the. Cra- I posted a picture of my flat, and um, one of the one of the rooms, the bedroom. The master bedroom um, in the East Wing, the East Wing master bedroom of the new property. On I'm a bit worried about it. Oh, tell well, me why. You're on a farm. Yes. I don't know how they've kept it so pristine and white. You're going to have to like disrobe no. at the door. No, no, no. It's, it's a very intricate system. It's like um, as, as you come in through the front door, um, it's like a human car wash. All right, airlock. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I, so I went there today. Catherine came around and saw it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, I've got a furniture, but and I'm staying back at the flat tonight, even though it's empty, because I then got to go to the house in Windsor, the marital home, and get all of my crap out of there, get all of my crap and take the dog and the cat. I'm looking after the dog because everyone's um doesn't want the dog for a bit, and I thought I'll have the dog for a bit, but the cat is coming to live with me. Um, she's old, she's ancient. She's decrepit. No, I'm not talking about my cat. I'm talking about Barry's wife. Uh, here we go. Is oh. she still alive, Barry? My wife. Yes. Is she still alive? Is she still performing? Is she still p- giving you pleasures? Yes, she is. She still does that ping pong act. She's wonderful. Does she really? Um, yes, she does that. It's an extraordinary sight. I would. I've, I know. I've seen it. Me and the boys saw well, it once. Yeah, remember New Year's Eve? You come round and yeah, with the that. um, with the Pakistani fella from the Halifax. Yes. Oh, go and talk to me about Prakash. I said you can watch, but you've got to stand outside the French doors. I wouldn't let him in for that. No, no. but it's an extraordinary. Listen, moving into a farm. Are you sure? Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. I suspect you'll have a massive cock waking you up first thing in the morning, wouldn't you? About six. No, it's um, it's cattle primarily. And there's there's no birds there. Okay. But okay. but 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 my boyfriend, my boyfriend who has a massive penis, will be. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we are going, we kick off on the... Uh-huh, yeah. The Mutant... Yeah, uh-huh. Festival, it's a... Yep. Mm-hmm, right. Yep. Are you turning me down? Yes, I am, yes. <laughs> I know you're doing it. It's at Le Monde, it's three o'clock, on, and, and it's the 2nd to the 12th of August. You're only doing ten days! It's at Le Mans Hotel, 2nd to the 12th of August, in case you yeah, turn that You're day. only doing 10 days. That's Le Mans. Stop Hotel. saying it! Are you turning me down? I'm not I'm now. Sorry? You're turning me on. 3 p.m. Um, and you're still you're still flogging that um, Barry and Angelos thing, yeah? Even though no, it's, it was, people no, have it turned their backs on it. No, they haven't. <laughs> they bloody love it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a very funny show, and it's a new one called A Matter of Life and Death. Okay, that sounds... Um, and it's 
And lo- yeah, that's funny. Is it? Is it lots of jokes about penises and bums again? Yeah, how did you guess? Because <laughs> you've been phoning me for 15 years, you silly old sod. That's how. There's a bum in it, a couple of, couple of All right. F's. Okay. Um, All right. I saw Barry. Uh, I saw Barry. You said it was, it was disappointing. No, I said and that his didn't. his balls were quite a sight. Yeah, they're in it. Um, there's um, all sorts of things. There's some funny bits, some sad bits. Yeah, oh. the balls. It's never so good. Oh. It balls. And you're giving away a hundred free tickets to the first people that call in. Is that correct? That is correct. Oh, is it free? Well, I've not said to what, have I? Oh, not okay. <laughs> well, but why do you... Cause this... your face. <laughs> all right, shut your face. Um, yeah. well, well, all right. So, I love this, no. right? I, I texted... I, shut up. I texted no. Barry a month ago. Well, a friend of Barry's. Yes. To, to see if he could come on and talk about something. And right. his friend of Barry said, No, no, I can't. I'm on holiday. <laughs> so, all right, Who okay. Who was this charlatan? Yeah. It was... But, yeah. Oh, I can't. I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. Yeah, so Frank Spencer. Yeah, so I'm on holiday. But yeah, yeah, suddenly, weeks later, he wants to sell something. He phones oh, up. Here he comes. He phones up Bold and he brass. tries to sell his show to no. my audience who've got Not taste. True. Not true. True. You, you are a, look. You're a little tease. You know we're great mates. So don't listen to all that stuff earlier, people. We're great pals, and I did earn more than forty-five pounds. And I did earn less than one hundred twenty-five thousand pounds. I don't know that. Quite significantly less. About a, about a, it was about a third of that. Now, not what you told me. Very quickly, then, if people want to find out more about this show, I suspect they won't. But where can they go? Please go to the Edinburgh Fringe box office. A matter of life and death, Angelos and Barry. So say one more time, Barry. Did you? T- um, there's loads of good shows in Edinburgh. I don't know why you'd want to go and see that rubbish. Don't know why you'd. Want I mean, to. a pensioner. Yeah. And a gentleman. <laughs> right. Who I mean, really is not washed since about 1985. Right. But getting their balls out basically yeah. is what the show's about. Louise. Hello. Hello, Louise. Congratulations on the house. It, thank you very much. It's a farm and it's going to be hard work, but I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to get my hands dirty. I'm going to put my hands right. in, and I'm going to get. I'm going to. Who knows what I'm going to pull out? But it's, I'm going to do it. Get back to. Yeah, I'm going it. back to my roots. Yeah. Pull on my <laughs> green boots, baby. I'm going back to my roots. Your roots what? is a council estate in Slough. What Shut are you talking face. about? Shut your face. Shut your face. <laughs> you look good now, the picture of the farmer. Thank you That's very much idea. indeed. What can we do for you this evening, Louise, on this holiest of holy nights? Well, um, I've been ringing up to give you reduction updates and what have you. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm actually going through a reduction at the minute. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's not pleasant, no. but you've been talking last night about the the board that you've got with all the things on it, and yes. um, it's just made me think that oh. Oh, really? sadly, sadly, I can claim two of them. Well, you're only allowed one. Don't be greedy, you sinner. Which one are you claiming? Okay, I'll let you guys choose. Yeah. Um, there's liars and deceit. Um. Well, I suppose maybe deceit because on, tell, I was being us. deceitful with yeah. 
deceitful with the doctor, deceitful with those around me. Then I was lying to the doctor and lying to those around me. Lying to a doctor. They should have that as a specific on the board, lying to doctors. (laughs) You're on there as deceitful. You've just reminded me of something. Right. This ends here. This ends here. Louise is supposed to be the third person to get the logbook. Yeah, I was thinking about right. that today as I drove in. How do we get Gerard's, Where the hell is Gerard? How do we get Gerard's, Gerard's phone number off of this thing? We're phoning him up now. He's had that for about three weeks. I know. Absolute disgrace enough, of enough. a human being. I mean, what can he be doing with it? No, we're going to get. We're getting that back. We're getting it back, and we're getting it back now. Sam is um, rifling through his roller. He's have a roller deck, of course not. He's got a filofax, <laughs> and he's going to get Gerard's phone number. We're going to call that chancer up, and we are going to get. Unless you're listening, Gerard. In which case, if you want to dodge the bullet, phone us up now. You've had it for about three weeks, man. I bet he's used the pages as um, skins. Let's use them as skins or, or <laughs> lavy paper. Toilet Where's paper. my book? Where's my book, Gerard? Where's my book? <laughs> um, thank you for my book as well, Ian. The what? Greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Matt Hay book, of course. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, pleasure. Oh, it's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, so, hang on a minute. He's, he's, he's calling Gerard. Right, put him, just put, whack him straight through. As soon as it starts ringing, um, Sam, don't even talk to him. Put him through on, on uh, line number two. Here we go. I bet his name's not oh, even Gerard. Oh, don't speak to anybody. Hang on. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Hello? Hello, Gerard. It's Ian Lee. You're live on talk radio. Hello? Hello, Gerard. It's Ian Lee. You're live on Talk Radio. Hello, Ian. Could you give me a second to do? Sorry? Yes. Where is my bloody book, man? Ian, I sent, I sent it back a couple of weeks ago. That's better now. I sent it back two weeks ago. <laughs> Have you got it back? I... No, we haven't got it back! You're joking, you're joking. I sent it back about two weeks ago, buddy. Definitely sent it back to you. I sent it back on, I need to check the diary of the dates. After I filled it on on the Friday, I sent it on the, the Saturday morning, so you should have got it Monday. Definitely, this, I definitely sent it back, but I, I used the address, it was on the back of him. This feature lasted a lot less time than I was expecting. Catherine, could you do me a favour? I know you're above this. Could you go to that, mail, no. that rack over the post box rack and search through everything could you in fact let's get Catherine on the phone i sent uh, it on i sent it on a brand new egg and a jiffy bag in Ger- gerard I, I i i believe you brother i feel bad for definitely for... did i know i definitely did send it in buddy I did you did put did you put stamps on it yes i put two stamps on it buddy two stamps at six and seven pence each and i put it in a jiffy bag and did you then post it in the letterbox that's the important part yes i in the first class first class mailing you know? i Definitely, it was in a white jiffy bag, a brand new white jiffy bag. Slightly bigger than the book itself, like seen, you know. It's a $25 moleskin book. Okay, okay, right, Gerard? <laughs> Definitely, well, dear, and, and I can check the, see the post office uh, that I used in Falkirk? Yeah. I can check that, I can check that tomorrow morning. Right. To see if it was delivered. Go on, do, if you could do that at some point, that would be I'll, awesome, Gerard. Thank you, man. I'll do that, I'll do that. I love TV you, brother. Thank I you. you. Listen, I'll be going to your gig anyway, so I'll, deal, I'll check the post office tomorrow, and, yeah. and uh, what I'll do, I'll give you phone tomorrow, you know? Nice one, man. We'll speak, speak to you tomorrow. Thank you, Gerard. Right. Thanks, Ian. Cheers, Cheers brother. Cheers. Thank you. I don't believe a word of that. I don't, be- I don't believe a word <laughs> of that, Catherine. Do you? No. No, I don't I believe a word of it either. Uh, do, Louise, do you believe him? Mm-hmm. No, I think he's lying. This is the show logbook, for God's sake. Right, right here's the thing, right? We're going to... Catherine, where are you at the pigeon holes? Pigeon boxes? Yeah, I'm looking. So it's a white jiffy bag. 
No. No, there's no such thing. Right. Also, we spoke to him after the time period he was telling us, and he said he still had it. Have a look on the floor, because there's lots of posts gets gets bundled up. Have a look on the floor. Is there any chance it could be in the office somewhere? Um, uh, um, the, I mean, those guys downstairs are normally pretty good at handing over the 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 thing. This is out. This is awful. Catherine, Louise, this is the worst. This was the only good idea I've had since I started working here. It was a fantastic idea, and how dare it all go wrong? It has all gone wrong. I could have said something much worse, but you would have had to use the dump button. I would have used the dump button. Catherine? I'm looking in everyone else's pigeonholes now because ours is empty. Empty is an empty thing. And theirs is just full of, like, books about sport and sport and more sport and then things written with crayon. I think that might be their homework. And it's just, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing for us. I swear, it's not here. I could, don't believe it. Could, could you, I don't believe that guy either. He sounded like a, a like a, a habitual Champlain. liar and murderer. Yeah. I said, I sound like a murderer. That's why you do it, that's why you do it, record it, delivery. Right, uh, right, well this is it. From now on it's going to have to be recorded, delivery. I'm not even doing it again. That idea is dead in the uh-huh. $25 that book cost me. Catherine, would you mind looking in the office, but, like, looking underneath the desks and everything? All right, I'll go into Pineland. I'll buy a wee cheap one. No, no, I'll no, shut up, shut your up. face. Shut your face. <laughs> We're not doing it with a wee cheap one. This was an expensive, soft-covered, moleskin book. We're not doing it with a wee cheap one. Don't shout. It was just an idea. It's cancelled. It's cancelled. It's cancelled. It's cancelled. Catherine, I've cancelled it. Well, it's really not here, mate. It's really not here. I think we knew that was going to be the outcome. Okay, come back into the studio. I need need to be held in in the arms of a a powerful woman. (laughs) Wow, what's this? We found it! No. Oh, get stuffed. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Ah, man. I mean, I am gutted. Absolutely devastated. Um, Tony from Leeds says, well, well, well. Ian Lee, who preaches diversity and multiculturalism, has moved house to a nice little farm in his village with not a black or brown face in sight, you racist hypocrite, Ian Lee. Why did you not move to Tower Hamlets or Hackney, matey? Don't you like black and brown people? You're nothing but a racist, mate, and shame on you moving to an all-white village. I wanted to be a farmer, Tony! There's not a farm in um, Tower Hamlets. There is one in Hackney, but it's a, it's a community farm, and that wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to do real farming. He sent me that um, text message, so he just changes the names. He sends it to everyone. He, but he's right, though. I am a racist. Well, we know that. Let's go to uh, Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, Ian and Kath. How are you doing? I'm absolutely gutted, mate, if I'm honest. Well, he was... Cl- he was clearly lying about the book. Shut up, man. I believe that guy. He was. You put him on the spot. He lied. Yeah, well, when fact, he's going to go to the post office tomorrow. He comes back and goes, Oh, no. The post office didn't send it. They're sending it now. Yeah, and then he'll send it tomorrow and pretend he's got a special number for it or something. <laughs> a special number? Yeah, it could be, man. <laughs> 
Could be a special <laughs> number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gutted, man. That's the. I, I don't even ever want to see my farm again now as a result of that being lost. Well, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, it's 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 true, man. It's how I feel. I got. I, I can't be anything. Can't be anything but honest with you guys, and I'm and I'm being honest, and 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 I just. Oh man, alive, life. Well, I've got something for you. I'm sat here and I'm writing a pub quiz for my work colleagues for like a work function. Oh, yeah, 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 go on. And I've got 12 quiz questions and I want you and Kath to battle it out, maybe on the buzzers. Have you got any buzzers? (laughs) Yeah, I've got two buzzers, yeah. Well, okay, that'll have to do, I guess. Um, So I'm going to hit you with 12 quiz questions. Are you ready? Number one. Oh, this will be e- easy, because you know I'm brilliant at quizzes. knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. I know general knowledge. I can Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Question number one. Calm down. Who has recently been announced as the director of the up-and-coming 25th James Bond movie starring Daniel Craig? Oh, I know. It's the fellow with the glasses. Danny Morris, Danny Hutton, Danny... Danny Boyle. Cat, correct. Sorry, yeah. so, No, I should have... Right, that's fine. I should have thought it in my head. I gave her the answer, right? Danny Morris <laughs> Just is good, though. out random Dannys doesn't really work. Oh, well, well I, knew, I, knew, I knew it was... I knew it was... I knew who it was, and it was Danny, and who had glasses, so I, technically I got it right, but that's the way it's going to be. That's the way it's going to be, Andrew. You carry on, buddy. <laughs> Danny with the glasses is not an acceptable answer. It wouldn't be, no. Question two. Who is the Greek god of the sea? Poseidon. Correct, Kath. Two points. You were going to say Neptune, weren't you? No, I wasn't. I was going to go, not Neptune. He was going to say Danny someone, probably. Why don't you get stuffed, Andrew? Why don't you get get stuffed, mate? The guy with the fork. (laughs) Question number three. Which animal has the longest gestation period at 22 months? Elephant. Correct, Ian. I know my gesta- I know my gestation periods. You know your effalumps. Question number four. Who first coined the words madcap, hobnob and Shakespeare? Shakespeare. Correct. I was waiting for the question to finish. Why? I knew from the fir- I knew from the first <laughs> word that it was I knew from the question before I even gave examples that it was Shakespeare. Because it's always Shakespeare. Well, here's a tip. Say it next time. Okay, here's a tip. It's the tip of my middle finger. When okay. you sit on it and swivel. I've got two. Okay, well, I've got holes. This is escalating very quickly. What's the score? 3-1 to me. 3-1 to me. 3-1 to Cass. Okay, question number five. Which Apollo 11 astronaut did not set foot on the moon? I don't know that one. I don't, I'm not good on space. It's like Dave um, Smith or something. Bukowski. Bukowski. No. Not... Fakowski, no, who's that? That's just, no. just in Star Trek, was... there would always be Spock, Kirk, and Bukowski, and you knew which one wasn't coming back. The, the, actually, there wasn't the one in the red shirt. All right, now, yeah. right, now you're doing a crap stand-up routine, uh, uh, Andrew. So that's dumb. I'm not. There wasn't. Yeah, you are. There wasn't a Bukowski, uh, and it's a boring question. Next question, please. Oh, Next question. you're so bitter, so salty. The answer, the answer if you want to know, Give was Michael Collins. Couldn't, couldn't care less, mate. It's a stupid question. Next question, buddy. Question number six in football. Who is the only player to score in an FA Cup, League Cup, Champions League and UEFA Cup final? Gary Lineker. Incorrect. Um, I'm w- going to say Wayne P- Rooney. Paul Scholes. Incorrect. Paul Gascoigne. Incorrect. Kevin Keegan. Bobby Moore. No. Bill Beaumont. Emlyn uh, Hughes. Be, but go on. Not Emlyn Hughes, no. Um, Beefy Botham. No, the answer is Stephen Gerrard. Oh. 
Okay, it's a boring question. Next one. I, I'd like, I, I suggest you make this quiz a bit more fun because these are dull. Oh man, I like. I'm trying my best here. No, yeah. Question number seven: Which Robert Louis Stevenson story became Disney's Treasure non-animated excellent work? Thank you, mate. Robert, he said Robert Louis Stevenson. He only wrote one book. Next. No, he didn't. He only wrote one book. No, that wrote, counts. He wrote lots. Yeah. He wrote uh, Kidnapped. All right. Name what? name what? another book apart from Kidnapped. Why? I just named. No, no, no. Name another book. But from Robbie Louis, Robert Louis, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie Louis Robert, Stevenson. Robbie Louis Stevenson's. Name one. You can't. Treasure Island. Man Friday. Next. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> Question number eight. Which lake in Great Britain has the largest volume Windermere. of water? Incorrect. Um, mm. Pussyquama. Largest volume <laughs> of water. Oh, um, in, in, in England? No, in Great Britain. Loch Ness. Correct. Kiss, kiss it, kiss it. What's the, what's the kiss score? It. What's the score? This is I a great quiz. I have no button. idea. I'm hoping Cal oh. keeping score. Right. No, I'm not. I know I'm winning. Right. No, you're not winning. No. Stop. <laughs> As my boys, shut up, Andrew. Shut up. Shut up. As my boys now say when we're playing a game, they do the timeout gesture and they go T T. So T. Right. We're not going anywhere until we've got the score because there's no point in me doing this if I'm not going to win. Right. All right. Well, hang on then. Let, let's do a recap. Cass had Danny Boyle. Ask us all the questions again. You had an elephant. You had an elephant. She had the, she had Shakespeare. Yep. It's no three one each. Michael Collins. It's three each. No. All right, all right. Deal. No, hang on. Let's do this properly, because I think I've got more than that. No, you haven't. It's three each. No I'm one it. had Stephen Gerrard. No one had Michael Collins. Because they were stupid questions. Ian had Treasure Island. So three each. <clears throat> That's yeah, three okay. two, isn't it? To me. I've got three questions, right? You may only have got two. If you want to take two. No, I definitely have three. Okay. Question number nine. Oh, God. Which two words are inscribed Up on the Victoria Cross? No. Favala. Well done, Cass. Oh, well done, Cass. Nation- nationalist. Well done, well done, Cass. Why don't you go? Why don't you go and um, why don't you go and and um, uh, wear a, a, a sexual device and have sex with the Queen with it? Gosh. Well, wow. well, well, well done, Catherine. Why don't you pick up a Ren gun? Oh, Bren gun. <laughs> Why don't you pick up a, re- a Bren gun and go and um, and uh, go fox hunting with um, Prince Harry and Camilla? Jeez. I know. I mean, really. Yeah, you might as well. This nationalist. Is a, this is a grown man. Yep, 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 yep. Silly quiz. Next Didn't question. Expect this. Right. Question ten. The Scoville scale. The what? Is a measurement. The Scoville scale is a measurement of what? Mm. Testicles. No, that's the orchidometer. Orchidometer. No, that's you would, yeah, it's definitely not balls. The Scoville scale. Um, mm. well, it's got to be a weather condition. Uh, Weather condition? Nope. No? No, no, no. Um, is it, um... Uh, no. Don't know. Not Danny Boyle. No, it's no, 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 don't tell us! Don't tell us! Oh, I'm thinking! Man, Shut you your... don't know. Uh, uh, chilies. Correct. You just saw that on YouTube, you cheating get. Close your screen now. No, I can't... Co- close it now. I that does not count. That it does, does not... that counts. I, no. I've not said it. No. I did not say it. No. That counts. No. That counts. No. Screw you. No. Right, I'm going to throw a pen at you, and I'm taking the lid off. Don't you dare! Oh, no. Who Put did my that? jacket on! Oh, no! If I'd known... If oh, I'd no! Known oh, no, 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 no! Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We vandalised Catherine's jacket. Go on, go on, go on, quick, get a wet wipe. No point. No, that'll come off! Ruined. No, that'll come off! No, I'm not rubbing it in. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll treat it How when I get home. How are going to get this out? I'll have to treat no, it when no, I get no, home. No, 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 You did that. Yeah, I know, you and I, I, I instantly I feel bad for it. Instantly I feel bad. I'm apologising. So, no. I told you not to. No, and that's Andrew's fault. It's Andrew's fault. It's a crappy quiz. Uh, Shut your me. face, Andrew! Right, okay. Shut up! How do we get that off there? 
I'll have to wait until I get home and I'll I'll look into some some treatments. Right, guys, this is the show now. Catherine is wearing um rather ambitiously is wearing a white jacket. How much that jacket cost you? I'm not telling you that. It's none of your business. And frankly, you're adding right. insult to injury okay. now. So it was cheap. I didn't buy two more. I buy three. I'm gonna buy five of them cheap white jackets. Right. Catherine is wearing ambitiously because she's a clumsy eater. Mm. A Who white... thought it wouldn't be me that stained it? All right, no, all right, fine, all right. Get me the pen. I'll colour it all in. I'll colour it all in green. That way you won't know. <laughs> that's a that's a solution. I will. I will, and that will take me about forty minutes. I will colour the whole thing in green for you. I'm, I'm sure it'll look great. You keep out of this. It's your fault. It's not your fault. It's it your is fault. his fault for having a stupid quiz and you not letting me have chilies, Andrew. I'm letting you have the chilies. Thank you. I'm not. That was cheating. Right. Listen. Listen. Nope. You're no, going to let this... Two questions. You, you be quiet, boy. You're letting this anger eat you up and that is going to kill you. <laughs> so, either let me colour it in. No. Or... Then we've got an hour and a half. We've got we've got the the um the high I brain. Do not want to discuss this with you or anyone else any further. Let me go on to the. No. Hen- I'll go on to no. the Henny's website. It's not from Henny's. So what is it from? ASOS. No. It's ASOS. It's not from ASOS. I've fallen out with them. Oh why? They've been asses. Anyway, ASOS. Let me let me look at the label. No. Let Arsos. me. <laughs> no. Come on, because no. the thing is, you're what's going to happen worse. is like twenty years from now, we'll be having a lovely evening. As if we'll be talking. And then. you'll go, yeah, but you chucked a green marker pen at my white jacket and ruined it. And and I I can here's the thing, we can fix this situation now, right? We can fix it, and then there's nothing. Stop looking at it. Don't make me look at it. We we can fix this situation now. Right. I'm going to go and try and clean it. I don't want to talk about it to you or anyone else. Okay. Well, that's not good. You're going to, if you get it wet, you're going to make it worse. Just tell me where it's from. No. And I will do a GoFundMe. Andrew will c- contribute. You'll contribute, aren't you, Andrew? Yeah, a couple of P. couple of P. Outrageous. We'll carry on the quiz without you. I hope you're happy. We'll ca- the I'm... things you'll do to win. It's quite disgusting. No. Uh, where is Kath going? She's, she's going off for a little cry. Oh, well, that's not right. Because she could get these two questions right. Well, she's not here, so I think the best thing is if you just ask the questions anyway, Uh and we'll see if I would get them. Right. Question 11. What is the highest mountain in Africa? Kilimanjaro. Correct. There we go. These are easy questions. Okay, final question. Yeah. Other than it being the title of an Oasis album, where else would you find the words standing on the shoulders of giants? It's on, isn't it on money, son? It's on money. Oh, go it's on, on. It's on like a, a £10 note? Oh, £10 no. piece? No. £20? I don't know, it's on money. <laughs> you ruined my best friend's jacket and our friendship. If anyone knows how I can hide... From Catherine for the next five years. No, she's got a white jacket on. Sam, have we got any Tipex in the building? I, don't, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know how to fix this. I just don't know how to fix this. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is uh, this is going to be an uncomfortable hour and a half of radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 
If anyone can help. <clears throat> if, any, uh, <clears throat> if anyone can help. Um, with, it's it's uh, it's a it's a it's a white jacket. It is green marker pen, fluorescent uh, fluorescent green marker pen on a white jacket. It's literally a dot, and I and I think it's on her sleeve. And I think if she just held her arm across her chest, you know, if she had um, you know, a sling, if she had her arm in a sling. I don't think you'd notice it. So that's a, that's um. That's that's a suggestion I'm going to make to her. That's that's a suggestion that one of you could call in and make to her, please. Hello, Tony. Yes. Tony, How are you? I'm I'm all right, Tony. Yes. Uh, well, that quiz was crap for starters. Okay. Well, so is your call so far. But carry on. Let's see if it improves. Well, well, that's not very nice. Well, that's well, yeah. not very nice of you to slag off the last caller, Tony. Come on, make it better, boy. I wasn't slagging him off. I'm just saying the quiz was crap. I'm saying I your call is crap. I'm saying your call is crap so far. Up your game, buddy. And you, you were slagging Catherine off, poor woman. Right, and and you are are uh, boring. Get to the point. So were you on that bloody arm of celebrity? But yet you phoned in. You phoned in to talk to me. So who's the I idiot? Wasn't very politely. You started the call rudely. Oh, I carried on your rude tone. You loved me oh, when I'm you? a celebrity. You loved me when I'm a celebrity. You voted for me, man. You voted for me. How sad is that? No, no. Yeah. I, the only reason I the only reason I was watching that is because of Amir Khan. Right, okay. So you but you voted you came around to liking me and you voted for me. For I did not. You voted for me on the jungle. You loved me on the jungle. And you're phoning no, me up I now because you, you. Yeah, you did. You love me and you're phoning me up now because you love me and you want to be me. Well, I, you know what? You can't no, no, be no, me. I tell you, I, I tell, I'll you, tell you something. I tell you something. Go on. Well, I haven't got anything to say, actually. I, I, I ran out. Of well, all right. You are. You're, hot, you're sort of right because when go. I was watching you on telly, I didn't really like you. But Here we go. Here we I go. I stumbled across your radio station. Come on, Tony. I have to be honest. Here we go. I do actually enjoy this. Yeah, show. Tony! <laughs> Tony! What you got for us, Tony? You've, rubbed, you've, you, you've kind of done it for me, so in the evening I don't jump in and I listen to you to the radio station. Tony's got a crush on me. He wants to marry me. Wait till I'm divorced and then we will see. No, thanks. Okay. Come on, you're taking one step too far, mate. Come on, Tony. Live a little. Try a little bit of the love sausage. No, thanks, mate. Definitely right. not going down that way. Oh, no, you, don't, you don't have to go down. I will. <laughs> anyway, what do you want, Tony? Right, I rang you to tell you about apprentices. Apprentices? No, apprentices. You know Apprentices. I'm my own business and I get apprentices. From college, yes. And I just wanted to mourn about them, right? Um, like they don't really know. What, I know they come into work, but they don't show any enthusiasm. I gave them a task to do; they don't get it done. Yeah. And I just think it's a waste. Right. What What can we do to make this better? Don't have apprentices. Were Were they okay? Here's the thing. I'm gonna ask a question. Were they English? Why does that matter? Sorry? Why does that matter? Well, because the theory is, right, and I was just seeing if it was true. Is this your own theory or is this backed up? This is backed up with stats. Um, The theory is that English, they were young people, yeah? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you, you, yeah, you can prove this wrong. The theory is that it, it, young English people, when they're confronted with having to work, they're like, no, I can't be bothered. But, um, but Asian, European, Eastern European, African young people, when they're confronted with work, they're like, yeah, what do you want me to do? And then well, when I finish know, that, what should I do? Some people might say you're being racist by saying well, well, that. Well, those people would, would don't understand what racism is. <laughs> Fair enough. What nation? What what was their their country of birth? It was England. Yay, Tony, you know it. So you're the no, racist. No. <laughs> you're a racist. How am I a racist? You're just saying that all English people are lazy. I didn't, you said that. No, you I didn't, mate. Well, I didn't. I think once we've once we've edited the tape, it will definitely be you that says it. Well, <laughs> nobody watch, nobody listens to this again, do they? No, that's true. Actually, you got a good point there. Um, Who was that guy that rang in? Was it Barry? You and him had that rap battle. Yeah, yeah. Who is he? I don't know. Just some old guy. All right, I thought you said he was on Noel Edmonds show. No, I don't know who he was. He's some silly old sausage. Um, well, well uh, here's, th- here's my tip. Get either an Asian, an, a European, preferably an Eastern European, or an African apprentice. You watch, man. You you, you ain't going to have to tell those guys twice. And do I need to pay him the minimum wage? Yeah, you can pay him less. They're foreign. <laughs> they don't know what the money's worth. They haven't got a clue what the money's <laughs> worth. Yeah, just give them a few coins and tell them it's a million pounds. That's it, they'll be up for that. Thank you, Tony, you racist. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's uh, awkward, it's uncomfortable, but that's why we love this radio show. It's uncompromising, it's unflinching. What's the latest on the jacket scandal? Jacket gate. Okay, well, um, you'll be happy to know that most of it's come out. Oh, I'm not happy with that. And, most of it. Well, most of it's come out, and the jacket is machine washable, so I can probably stick it in the washing machine. Right. Let me have a look at the. Let me have a look at the damage. It's very wet at the moment. I want to see the jacket. Can't really see it. Look. Yeah, because it's not most of it that's come out, mate. It's, it's, it's no, it's, it's very faintly there. I can't see. I will I'm know like, it's let, there. No, 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 no. Let me have a look. I will know it's there. Let me, let me have a there, look. No. no, not. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah, bright green there. Yeah. Where is it? I can't see it. There. Where? There, where my finger is. Can't see any. No, I don't see anything. Yeah. I okay. Don't. Well, you're not really looking. I think you're. Let um... me buy you a new one. No, don't be silly. No, because you were. Here's the thing, Kath. You were actually, and I know this, you were actually proper angry, rightfully so, because I um, I assaulted you. You lost a highlighter pen at I me, I lost yeah. a highlighter pen at you, and that could have been a knife, or a gun, or a flame. Oh, you, um, you, I you, assaulted you, and you were rightfully angry. Also, you, unsheath, you unsheathed it, telling me you were doing it. So you were warned. So in many ways... And I say, no, I've got a white jacket. Uh, ah, slow motion. But, <laughs> but, but what's great is now, because you're now... You're realising that you actually, you went, you took it a little bit too far. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, explain yeah. that bit to me because I took missed it, that. You took the anger a little bit too far. I think I was very. Been a very. I'm, I've got mental health issues, and and I'm getting divorced. So it's a really tough time for me. Mm. So you took it. Two, I'm just a working off. woman trying to do her best and earning a lot less than you. Mm. Mm. Just try and look nice when I leave the house because mm. you know, the rest of the time I am um, so, I'm covered in other people's my, my bodily fluids. My mum's in a wheelchair. Yeah. So, so you're. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing now because the tension's been broken because your anger was my so out. My tension's not broken. You what? Hmm? You've had two kids. <laughs> 
We're laughing because the tension is broken, but the tension was only there because you got too angry. I don't think I did. No, I think, you don't. I think the listener does. I stand by my reaction. I think I was restrained. I think it was. I think it was over the top. I think it was unnecessary. Oh. I think it was. Un- so, hang on a minute. Mm. Am I supposed to apologise to you? Yes, please. And and more importantly, the listener for making them feel uncomfortable. This is a fun, light-hearted radio show. Um, you made it as uncomfortable as, um, like, James O'Brien interviewing Nigel Farage. Oh, God, no. So, you overreacted. I've, poli- I've apologised for the assault. I've apologised for that. Um, the, the stain it's is really gone. It's cold in here as well. One of the callers, um, if, if, if Oliver, in fact. O- o- Oliver! Hi, Ian and Kath. Oliver, you made a really good suggestion about a sling, didn't you? Yeah, I... I can't remember what you said, Ian. No. You, you put a sling and cover your thing. I can't remember. Oliver's phoned in and said, uh, he texted in and yeah. we phoned him back. He said, if you put your arm in a sling, you wouldn't see it. They wouldn't see the green stain on yeah. the jacket. I don't, why not just a badge? That would be a better Or a badge. Oliver's like, full yeah. of ideas. You should listen to Oliver. I've got a few ideas. Hello. <laughs> Oliver, um, what have you called in for? Uh, can I have your, uh, you know, the list? Oh, yeah, you want to go on the list. Who, who are yeah, you? Yeah, I want to go on the list. Who are you? I want to I want to be a God-hater. Ooh, hater of God. Oliver, tell me why. He's a bit of a C-word, isn't he? No, no! <laughs> well, hang on, but that means what, you... Wouldn't, you... Wouldn't you call somebody a C-word if they gave you cancer? If they um, made a reality mm. in where animals eat each other alive, oh, yeah. where you get horrible illnesses, uh, I'm reading off a list. You're just um, describing YouTube. Yeah, well, there's another thing as well. Parasites coming out of dogs' faces oh. and people who like them. Have you... People... Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a second, because... Um... I think the people that like seeing parasites being squeezed out of dogs' faces, I don't think it's fair to, to lump those in with, with, with bad things that a god has created. Because, I, 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 you know, I'm one of those... I like seeing, I like seeing what is it, um, Ghanaian mango flies being squeaked. Go and Google it, YouTube it, thanks to um, the people who... I think it was... was I enjoy it. Casey told us that last week. Go and Google it. I enjoy it, Oliver. And God damn it, no one's getting hurt. The, the poor little innocent dog. That's like a child. They say animals mm. have the same intelligence as young children. So that you're basically watching like a child mm. uh, parasites fly out. Is, is that video available? Because if it is, I would love to see it. <laughs> so you believe in God? <laughs> no, not really. Well, then you can't be a hater of oh, God. Look, he might now exist. we're getting. Now no, we're getting yeah, there. He might exist. I, I can say he. They might exist, and if they do, that's a terrible, um, awful thing. Do, 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 you, do you want to learn how to win loads of points with the listeners, Oliver? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think God. I think you're talking about God, are you? Yeah, I think she might exist. Yeah, I was going to say she. All of the harm with the green marker pen has been undone because I said that God might be a woman. Of course, he yeah. wouldn't. He'd be a bloke. But yeah, I've said it, and the, the women at home are like, ooh, Ian. <laughs> ooh, yes. We like that. We like that, Ian. Thank you. You think God might be a lady. Yeah, after you just de- described all the terrible things. Yeah. Classically, he does. Okay. Okay. Well, Oliver, you've re- if anything, you've made things a little bit worse here, mate, so I'm going to let you go. Okay. But yeah. I'm on the list, right? You're definitely you're on, on the list. You're on a list, you're yeah. You're on my yeah. list. Yeah. 
Um, the radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Scott. Whoa. Oh, Scott. Hey, how are you, man? I'm fine, man. How you doing, man? Yeah, what's happening? I'm doing the radio show, man. How's it going? It's uh, a hit and miss. I can, yeah? Yeah, man. Why, well, what's happened? Oh, you know. No, I don't. I've not really been listening that much. I listened to the last guy okay. talking about God. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, it was all right. It was a bit boring. Yeah? But you're going to... You're going to up the uh, ante a bit, aren't you, Scott? I can feel I can feel the vibe. You got what it takes to make phone in radio exciting again. I love your optimism. Okay, well let's see where we go. By the way, I want to say thank you for playing my video on your. Uh, uh, wait there. <laughs> Steady. I know. I had to. What are the rules on this? I'm yeah, the rules are you're not allowed to swear, and if you say an f bomb, you get cut off. Them's the rules. All right. Yeah, I won't do that. No, you won't. Um, I'll, I'll flirt with it, though. Oh. No, I wanted to say thank you for playing the video yes. of Ground Force. Oh, you, that, you was you. Little... that was you. That was you. That was from your warped yeah. mind. Yeah, I apologise for that. I enjoyed it. What you didn't hear. Did you? Sorry? Did you enjoy it? Yes. Oh, it's very kind of you. Yeah, well, I'm a kind guy. You're a bit. You're you're a weirdo, though. Go, just judging well, by this phone I'm call. Misunderstood. No, 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 no. I don't think. I think you're very understood. Um, but judging <laughs> by this phone call, because you know, I enjoyed the video, but this phone call was uncomfortable. Well, it should be, yeah, and rightly so. Right. Okay. All right. What do you want to say? I didn't. I was just seeing how you were. What's been happening with you? Okay. Just making sure you're okay, man. Yeah, I'm just talking. Just talking to Bell Ends on the radio. That's right. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very, very welcome. So, 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 so. Where's, um, here we go. Listen to this. You, get, you give people a chance and they're weird. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, the eight-foot escaped python that slithered up a toilet and into a blind man's shower. Oh! Let's just hope he wasn't listening to Porn for the Blind. Wrapped around a shower. Look at the size of that. That's like the third python story I've heard in the last couple of weeks. There was one earlier in the week of this woman who woke up with a python lying next to her. I'm just about to move into a new farmyard residence. I hope there are no pythons on the loose. Wrapped around a shower, an eight-foot escape python lies in wait, having slithered up through a lavatory. Most of us would probably scream in horror if we were confronted by this terrifying sight. But Stuart Saunders, who is blind, was unfortunately none the wiser. And he tried to pick it up several times, thinking it was a roll of insulation. Aye, what's the blind guy doing keeping insulation in his, uh, in his toilet? What's the guy doing there? The 60-year-old from Exeter was listening to music. Oh, he can hear music, can he? He's blind. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, uh, yeah, right, sorry. When he heard, sorry, when he heard crashing sounds coming from his bathroom on Sunday night and went to investigate. Oh, nosy, nosy blind guy. He said, things began falling. I thought the wind from the window may have blown them over. A toothbrush and glass. 
a bottle of bleach and shampoo had all fallen down. What's that, What's that voice for? It's the blind, my blind man voice. Okay. When I picked them up, I noticed this thing on the floor, like insulation had come up. Sounds a bit like Morrissey. <laughs> Eventually, his support worker burst into the room and told him the intruder was a giant snake. Shoot it! It's a bloody snake! Get away from it! They rang police, but it was staff from a nearby pet shop, Exeter Exotics, Exeter, Exeter Exotics, who came over to catch it. It left the bathroom in an awful mess with gunge on the wall. The whole bathroom has to be deep cleaned, said Mr Saunders. I've never touched a snake before that I can remember. That I can remember. You'd remember. It was curled around the toilet and around the shower. That's why everything was being knocked over. It's lucky I wasn't in there showering or masturbating. What? That's what he says. That's no, what he guy, That's what the guy says. That's what the guy says. Um, let's just cut this guy off because he's been a, uh, an idiot. Um, Exeter Exotics is looking after the escape python and appealing for its owner... Uh, to come forward. Pythons are one of the largest types of snake. They are non-venomous and they kill their prey by squeezing them to death before swallowing them in one piece. Oh, that. do you remember that song we used to play? I'm being swallowed oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by a boa constrictor. Yeah, but that, but, but with the tune, yeah. I'm no, being don't. spoiled by a boa constrictor. You're not singing the right words. Uh, I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much. Oh, no. You're not even singing. He swallowed my toe. No, shush. You mean this. Right, here we go. This is what you mean. Here we go. Let's see how far. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much. Oh no, oh no, he swallowed my toe, he swallowed my toe. Oh gee, oh gee, he's up to my knee, he's up to my knee. Oh fiddle, oh fiddle, he's reached my middle, he's reached my middle. Oh heck, oh heck, he's up to my neck, he's up to my neck. Oh dread, oh dread, he swallowed my... (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear the cooler version of it? Yeah, this I know is, which one it's going to be. This is a great version. Here we go. Listen to this. The man in black himself. I'm getting swallowed. Swallowed. By boa constrictor. Anyway, you know, the song. You know who wrote that? You know what, the other song that guy wrote who wrote that? Mm, Sylvia's it, mother says. Is it Shel Silverstein? Sylvia's busy. She's playing the... Sylvia's mother says. Somebody's gonna make it a life of no. Sylvia's mother says, Oh, no, you know, I don't wanna see anymore. And the operator says, The same for the next so many. Yeah, yeah. This is Amy, I just gotta talk to him. Gonna keep her down. Driving to Texas, I just gotta set it. No, no. 
Um, yeah. You all right? Yeah, singing Sylvia's mother. Were you? Yep. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Vogue magazine says Brazilian waxes have fallen out of favour and advised fashion eaters that the full bush is back. Oh, God. The Style Bible recommended a five-step pubic hair regime. Just, just let that sentence sink we in. We were wondering, weren't we, yesterday, what the next thing would be. Yeah. Right? Because there's been... Uh, the eyebrows has been a big thing at the moment. From from no eyebrows virtually in the 1990s when we were encouraged to sort of have, like, one hair's width all the yeah, way across and yeah. then coloured in. Now they're massive. So we wonder what the next thing was going to be. I went for... I thought noses. I thought we were going to have no. nose jobs to in, make them bigger. Turns out... Bush. The Style Bible recommended a five-step pubic hair regime for women that involves trimming with scissors, exfoliating, be careful, starting a gentle cleansing regime using a conditioning oil like beard oil and wearing cotton underwear. It comes after celebs such as Gwyneth Paltrow, Lady Gaga and Cameron Diaz spoke out in favour of the natural look down below. Well... I wouldn't take um, Gwyneth Paltrow's advice on uh, all things below the belt. She bet... steams hers. Yeah, what? Mm. I bet um, Lady Gaga's um, fanny's covered in, I don't know, bricks or um, <laughs> or sausages or like um, like like smoke. But, her, but you pull down her pants if she's wearing any. It's just like smoke around there. You've got to, you've got to waft it away before like you Durand can get Durand in Like a Duran Duran concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to waft, away, waft it away. Where is it? There it is. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Sorry, there's so much smoke. I, I can't see where I'm supposed to go. You should never you know, smoke around your fanny. Oh there should be nothing there. Or oh, hair. you got smoke down here. You know what? I'm out. And that is why me and uh, Lady Gaga split up. Yeah. She had smoke around her fanny. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I should listen to their version. It's a band called Less Than Jake. And someone said, you should listen to their version of I Think I Love You. And I did, and then it suggested, well, you, this, uh, that song. And I thought, yeah, I'll die. And it was rubbish. 0344 499. Um, what's the number? That, 1000. There we go. That's it. You give us a call about anything you want. It's tired. tired. I bought a house. I bought a farm today. I've ruined my best friend's jacket. Yeah, it's fine. No, no, no. And I threw a pen at Catherine's. Oh. Um, so it's been a... <laughs> It's been a really emotional. It's been a roller. It's been a roller coaster of emotion, guys. I just want to say that. <gasps> I can do Trump. I just want to say that. 
That's the that's the best Trump I've ever done. I just want to say that that, that I just want to say I'm scared. Mm. What? Okay, it's it's been a roller coaster of emotion, guys. Got to pull my chest up. It's been a roller coaster of emotions, guys. Well, that's getting a bit more expensive. I'm going to stop now. Yes. Because I did it. I did it. I did. It's got a Christian. Christian, I did it. Jesus Christ. Hey, Christian. Hello, mate. Yeah, hello, mate. Hello, oh, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, the evil plan is all in place. Oh, baloney. Abalone, we're going to. Now, with the bombs all over town, the money, the money shall be ours. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I See, love ma- your video, sure. Oh, your video make me so horny. <laughs> your video so horny. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Ay, 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 Hello. Don't bring me into this. Hello, pretty lady. Hey. Hello. Hey, pretty lady. Happy. I love you. You are so lovely. You can't love me hair and a leopard skin top. You have got a jaw. And you have a black T-shirt. Yeah. He knows I have a black T-shirt. He's reading my mind. Christian, you've got a creepy voice. And I don't like the idea of you watching us. Because I have a feeling you are naked from the waist down. And that's why your voice has gone funny. You should stop singing. Rubbishy rubbish. Rubbishy rubbish. Your singing is free. Oh. I love your singing. Yeah. It is absolutely. You are so right by singing. is good tonight. And Catherine's is rubbishy rubbish. Well, the truth is you are a pair of balance. Oh. And nobody oh. wants to hear either of you. on the winky woo why don't you just ask him out instead of singing like a knob calf christian pinky toes on them oh. <laughs> i think your singing is awesome but catherine she sounds like a steady moose steady 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 <laughs> Steady, 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 ste
Because if you do, I'm going to chop my bum off. Oh, look. What did he say? don't know, but I just dumped you. you <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Christian. I appreciate it. Never call again. I hate you. Bye. What did he say at the don't end? Know, I hate his guts. Hate his guts. Don't be so silly. No, cat. I mean it. I'm gonna hunt him down, and I'm gonna. Cho- I'll chop his bum off. It's disgusting. No, I totally disagree with sex with a robot. Uh, how do you work that one out? Pample, pample, pample. A biddly biddly bong. Blimey! It's disgusting. Night night, everybody. Night night. <laughs> I do know what's going on. We're now about to hear some bullshine about a bank of dreams and um, uh, imagining a robot god that loves everybody. You ready? Here we go. Evening, George. That's very pathetic of you. Isn't it? Very pathetic of you. George, we have noticed that the last three or four calls, and we love your calls, we love your calls, and we love talking to you, but the last three or four calls have been very, very, um, you've been repeating yourself, and we are wondering... If that is a, a symptom of um, uh, uh, of a problem or an unhappiness or something, because your last normally your calls are exciting and, and take us on on realms of fantasy, but your last four, three, four, five calls they've just been exactly the same. Have they? Yeah. Yes, they have. I so, love my facts. I don't know. I, I just think that what I'm being made to imagine is is. No. really lovely and I, I'm just trying to share share that I- imagination because it's all about imagination and if if people c- can share that imagination then we can change everything and I, I'm quite convinced that everything is going to change and uh, and that it will start to change h- here in, in, in London and uh, I, I'm just very optimistic about the future, and I, 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 I just think that, as I say, the, the world is going to change, and it's going to change into something very lovely, and and uh, and I, I just wish to talk about it. So if I'm repeating, well, no, but myself, you've told us about it. You've told us many, many times. Yeah, but can, can, can you not share that imagination? No, well, I, I've imagined it, and, it, okay, I imagined it, but I don't want to keep imagining it four or five times. No. No, I... I no. Nope. I understand that. But, but anyway, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my predictions into print somehow, but haven't succeeded in doing, do, do, doing that yet. Yes. But it, it's just... Just the whole, the music side of it, and, and different bands are coming together, and, and uh, a, a, everything is in motion, and I, I'm I'm very excited by it, and, and uh, would love, love to think that you 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 have a part to play in it. But I'm not excited by it because I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think it is? No, happened. I've told you. I've told you this loads of times. I think. I think it's a nice idea, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's well into the mystic. It's, it, 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 it really is no. 
very mystical and and, and uh, is all prophesied in 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 scriptures. As, as I, don't be- I don't believe the Bible. I know you don't, but I think it's a lot of old nonsense. Some bits of it are quite nice, some bits of it are quite boring, some bits of it are beautifully written, some bits of it are terribly written. And but it's a it's a story, and that's it. No, it's not it. It's a, the, the the New Testament is that every letter of the, of the Greek alphabet has a numerical value, and you you have to translate all. No. Of yes, you do. What do you mean? No. no? Now you're saying you're 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 that you're reading um, Tom Brown. Is it Tom Brown? The Victor Vinci Code? I haven't read Tom Brown. Dan Brown. Dan Brown. Dan, Dan Daniel Brown. Which book did he write? He wrote the da, he wrote the Da Vinci Code. Oh, no. no, no the, 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 I, I mean, you're given the clue in the book of Revelations where it talks about the number 666. Oh. So... That, that, that is telling you there's something there to translate. No, it's not. It's not. You it might, you'll get more wisdom out of a Harry Potter book. You really don't know what you're talking about. You, you're, you're talking rubbish, man. The Bible is, is a load of old nonsense. And some people get great comfort from it, and that's great. And some people um, hate it, and that's great. The people, it, the people that read it can't understand well, it. Well, that's patronising. That's patronising. the people that could understand it don't read it. The, well, that's, that's patronising on that's the people that the read it. The whole thing. That's patronising on the people that read it and great, get great comfort out of it. I'm not talking about the comfort out of it is understanding what what it's telling but us everyone that. understands the bible in a completely different way and you're now saying you've got to get a calculator and a ruler out to understand it in the new testament you need to translate it all into numbers yes oh, and, and 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 the numbers tell okay. t- tell their own you, st- you you go and do that and we'll we'll get on um uh, with our lives I, I really can't understand your attitude. I you, can't understand you, your you, nonsense. You're, 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 no, you're, I am questioning your not. I'm questioning what I consider to be nonsense, and you're getting arsy about it. That's t- the attitude. I told you that at, the, at the beginning when we started talking that, yeah. that 42 years ago uh, I went through some very mystical experiences, and part of those experiences was being guided to read the bible in a very different way i'm saying that i don't think that the bible is a book that has to be decoded with numbers and you're telling me i've got an attitude i think you've got an attitude tonight there's there's 66 books in the bible 39 in the old testament and 27 in the new testament there's 66 chapters in the prophet isaiah uh, the first 39 chapters were written by one character and the last 27 by a different character. The, this all links together and, and, and uh, uh, the Bible is the most amazing book in the world. Oh, and, 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 it will, and it will be understood and, 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 uh, and uh, your thinking will change. And, and well, no, now, there's the, now there's the, that's the second thing you said that's quite arrogant and patronising. My thinking will be changed? What? Well, why won't your thinking be changed? Because you're right and I'm wrong. There's, there, there's an arrogance to your tone tonight, George, that isn't normally there. 
Yes, because I hear you saying things about the Bible, and you haven't got a clue what the Bible is about. Well, now you're just being well. Now you're just being rude and no, arrogant. You rude. are being rude, I'm George. Being, you are being, being rude. You are being rude. No, I'm not. You I'm are. being factual. Is it, 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 okay? Well, let me. Okay, let me let me play the factual game. Yes. You're talking bollocks. Now that's me being factual. Well, it's not. It's an it's an opinion. Just like yours is not a fact. It's an opinion. Yeah, but it's a really silly opinion. <laughs> no, it's what that you're talking bollocks. No, it's not actually. It's not a you, silly you, opinion. You, you don't accept that I was taken on a mystical trip 42 years well, that's ago. That's not what we're talking and, and about. I was guided to read the Bible that's in a very different way. That's not what we're way. talking about. We're talking about the Bible being the most amazing book that you have to decode with numbers. And you, you are telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about. And you know what? I'm telling you that you don't know what you're talking about. I do know what I'm well, talking about. Well, I do. About. I do know what I'm talking about. Why don't we get our dicks out and measure them? No, Ian, it's... Uh, what can I say? You, 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 you. You're being quite arrogant and patronising tonight, which, is, which I think is beneath you. You're better than that. Well, I don't mean to be arrogant or patronising, but I, I am aware of, of things uh, that are written in, in, in the Bible and the meaning of things that are written in, in your the opinion, Bible. Yeah, in your opinion. And I'm aware that it, it is all a script. And, and, and uh, Your opinion is that it's all a script, yes. But yeah. you're, you're not aware of it as fact. Because I'm aware of it as fact that is rubbish. So, you know, uh, and uh, uh, and your tone no, tonight is 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 incredible. No, <laughs> you really do not know what you're talking there's about. There's the arrogance, and there's there's the patronising again. No, but no, it is. It, no, that is a fact. That that what you said there, the the sentence you said, and the tone in which you said it was arrogant and patronising. When you tell someone they do not know what they are talking about, um, that is that's arrogant. I don't. Uh, no, you don't. It's not, you meant don't. To be, it's, it's, it's not meant to be arrogant. No, but it is. It's, 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 it is, though. Whether it's meant, meant to be or to not, be it factual. is. Okay, it's arrogant. It's arrogant. I don't think you know what you're talking about. You're talking nonsense, man. No, you, you have no, you have no respect for my. Story. You have no respect for. I've got respect for your story. You've got no respect for my opinion at all. At all, no respect for it, man. That's true. Right, well then why should I... Right, fine, okay, I'm glad you've admitted it. Then why should I respect you? If you don't have any respect for me, why should I respect you? I'm not asking you to respect me. You've just me, accused uh, me of not uh, having respect. I'm, you've I'm just... Sorry. George, you're, George, you're, George, you're you've speak. just accused me of not having respect for you. You're the one that brought up respect for you from me. No, I'm saying... I, I I have a a very mystical story to tell, and 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 uh, you're you're not into the mystic. No, you, you've you, told the story. You've told the story. No, I haven't. George, how that. many times have we had? How many times have you called us? I don't know. Well, I, I can know. probably look it up a lot, and we, and we've heard your story, and we've and we've entertained it as a possibility. And we, I love having you on, but just tonight, there's a real tone from you and a real. I'm bleeding. Look, there's a real tone and there's an arrogance from you that I think um, is beneath you. And um, and it makes uh, um, me f it makes me feel very unhappy that you would um, not speak to me like an equal, that you would speak down to me.
I don't mean to speed you down. You said you've got no respect I, for me. I'm just aware of things that you're not aware of. That, okay, but that, you just you that, just said you got no respect for me. I didn't say I have no respect. I have no respect for your opinion on on the Bible because, as I well, say, you're expanding again, you, it up because that's not what you said before, isn't it? No. What did I say before? You said you've got no respect for me. No, no, no. I, 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 I never, you might have said you might have said you've got no respect for my opinions, but that was the that was a full stop at the end of that. Your opinion about the Bible. Well, you didn't say that. You said you've got no respect for my opinions. So why should I entertain no, your no, nonsense? No, I, I, I never said it. Yes, you that. did, mate. You I'm, did. Well, I'm, okay. So now I'm lying. No, you, you, you're just mistaken. Now there's you? your arrogance, and there's your there's your arrogance again. No, you, you, no, because no one else can be. No one else. Only you can be right. No, I'm saying you, you can play it back. I'm sure I didn't say. I, 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 I don't respect your opinions. I'm you did, sure though. I never said any such well, thing. Yeah, I, I'm sure that you did. So we're having another dick measuring competition. No, you can play it back. You can't, accept, who is right. you can't accept that there is a chance on any level that you might be wrong. You can't accept that. Of course I can. Well, accept it then. Accept that you might have, you might be wrong. Yeah, but you accept that you might be wrong. I accept that I'm, I do accept that I might be wrong. Okay, so I can do that quite willingly. But you, but you, you are unable to accept that you might be wrong because you don't, res- as you said, you don't respect my opinions. Full no, stop. No, I didn't say that. Yes. Well, the, 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 I think you did. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so we have we have to play it back to find out who's right here. Oh, well, for God's sake, no! It's bad enough living it in real time. <laughs> is it? Yes, it's getting a bit tedious. It is getting, I'm it's sorry, boring. Now. I'm sorry to be tedious and well, boring. Well, okay. Next time you find him, find him something different. Instead of talking about banker gazillion wonders and you know patronising and 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 arrogance, phone in well, about I don't know. Um, I don't know anything, man. What's happening to our podcast? Uh, it's happening. I've got the house today. I get the internet next week, and then once I've got that set up, I can start editing. I can start putting your tapes into a digital format. Brilliant. So it's going to happen, man. Good. Nice to talk to you, man. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, Reno doesn't know my um, my uh, output very well. Emailed in. Would you dare say the Quran is a load of our rubbish? Not a chance. Too scared. The Quran's a load of our rubbish. I think all the holy books are a load of our rubbish. I think they're good stories. Some bits are brilliantly written. Some bits are badly written. If they bring comfort to people, that's great. If they um, cause violence in people, all holy books, then that's not so great. But, yeah, no, I think the Quran's a load of our rubbish. Yeah, sorry, would, would you expect me to be too scared? Because I'm a liberal, and, 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 and I just want to embrace all the Muslims, and, and, and I'm scared of saying anything in case they, in case they kill me. Is that, is that what you're thinking? Well, get stuff, mate. People who um, called me out for having an argument with a Christian that got me the sack at the BBC, you'd never speak like that to a Muslim. Um, If you go back six months before, I did. So get stuffed, you idiots. You're making up your own narrative that is not based in reality. It's based in your own fear and hatred. So get stuffed. Let's go. What you got? Two Pauls. Let's go to South Wales, Paul, first. Good evening, South Wales, Paul. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. What you got, man? Um, well, it's kind of on topic, really. Um, but I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, George bashing, because it's great. It's just I had um, two Jehovah's Witnesses knock the door today. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were, you know, to be fair to them, they were really polite and respectful, and I was able to challenge them. I had a good chat for about 10 minutes with them. Yeah. Um, and eventually, they were the ones who left. Um Rather than me having to shut the door or anything, oh, they wow. were the ones who, who you left. Bought, you yeah. bought them off. Oh, I think I did. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but what I wanted to talk about really was um, how, like, I, I can find it offensive sometimes when um, people impose or inflict their um, on somebody else. And I'll tell you what my mum about, all right? Yeah, your line's breaking up a bit, man. So, um, yeah, go on. Sorry, dude. Um, yeah, well, a few weeks ago, about three or four weeks ago, I went for an interview, right, a job interview. Yeah. Um, my mum is, is a big Christian and stuff, right? So I'd, I'd stopped on the way um, to the interview you know, my mum's, and she said, like, you know, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. I've had a word with the big man upstairs and all this. Oh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Grace. <laughs> so, so, you know, she sent me off with that. And I know that that's coming from a good place. I know that's meaning well, right? But my thoughts were, as soon as I left, I was in the car and thinking, well, does that mean if I get this job now, then that's nothing to do with me, nothing yeah. to do with how hard I've worked or, you know, how well I've prepared or anything else. Yeah. It's all the kind of credit is given to some, something else. Yeah. But if I, if I don't get the job, what's going to happen? If you can stop blaming, like, a god What if someone else's mum prayed to God as well? Is it the person who prays <laughs> the longest or prays the hardest? Yeah. It's got to be, isn't it? She needs to up her praying game. <laughs> Did you not get the job? No, ah, God doesn't exist. We've proved it. There we go. We've, we've... Oh no! But then the explanation would be it's not in the plan. Yeah. There's something else coming you along. Set, you, that's a challenge. You know has set you, and that's why that kid got cancer. Yeah. Oh, I had a friend whose um, child died, and they were told um, by their friends at the church that the child had been a learning soul, and it was all about their betterment. You think, God, really? Oh, the, the, I'm waiting for them to come back, these um, Jehovah's Witnesses. They told me they're going to come back. They actually said they're going to read up the Bible wow. and um, come back to me. They're going to do some homework. I was talking about Lot and how his daughters, you know, like, essentially date raped him. Yeah. Um, hey, well, yeah, Noah, like, Noah, didn't have no, Noah lived to be like 900 and had sex with his daughter? Yeah, something like that. Hey, right, okay, this is what I've been meaning to do, and I keep meaning to text my sister this, and Catherine, you can't play because you got this straight away. Paul, you know the singer Roy Orbison? Yes. Right, no one Google this, right? How old was Roy Orbison when he died? Um, uh, 78. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Paul, no, it's not, but stay tuned. Uh, Let's try Paul in London. Paul? Hello? How old was... uh, What? Good evening. Is how old was Roy Orbison when he died? Sixty-seven. Fifty-two. Wow! Isn't it? Isn't it? I only found that out yesterday. He was fit. He was seven years older than me when he died. I thought he was like in his fifties when he sang "Pretty Woman." He was fifty-two when he died. Oh man! Roy That's Orbison. He looked—he right. looked so old forever. Yeah, he—he he, he looked like an old rocker when he was in his forties. Yeah, didn't he? And I—I I texted Kath that going, Kath, have a guess how old Roy Orbison was when he died. Immediately came back fifty-two. I went, oh man, right. you can't play any games like that with Catherine. <laughs> anyway, what would you like to say, my darling? I just need to say, old George needs to give up the drugs. Um, yeah, stop smoking the weed, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, You're not going to be in his film if you carry on upsetting him, you know, and I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> well, uh, listen, I because I, I, I hold no ill ill feelings towards him, and I hope he sees it as, as a locking of... You know, we're all playing a part, according to him. We're all just uh, reciting our script that has been written for us, right? Um, 
So I, I, I enjoy his calls. I just think they've been very repetitive and there was a tone tonight. I feel like he's getting frustrated that we're not going by the script that he's got in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're improvising. We've gone mm. off script. We've gone off book. He doesn't appreciate our jazz. Can I say what I was ringing up for originally? Yes, please, uh, mate. The other week when Katie was on with Cass, I meant to ring up, but I didn't get through. The uh, To do with the oh, pen marker it? on Katie Puckridge, she said she had minging uh, gym tops. And if you put half a cup of baking powder and half a cup of washing powder into your wash, it gets rid of anything. It's really, really good. Are you sure you don't... Baking powder uh, rather uh, than bicarb? Uh, no, baking powder. All right. Okay. Oh, by, by, uh, by hang, on, hang on a minute. Bicarbs hang on, are smelling, Hang on a minute. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're phoning in for a, t- a topic <laughs> on a show that I wasn't present for that happened no, two weeks you, ago. No, but you just coughed it tonight. By Goodbye. You just reminded him by staining me. I did not stain... Oh, do the thing. Um, Chris. Hello? Hello, Chris. Hello? Yes, Chris. Turn your radio off. Can you hear me? Oh, so turn my radio off. Hang on, sorry. Yes, turn your radio off, please, Chris. Can you hear me now? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately? What would you like to say, caller? I've got something to say. So I've got two things to say. Um, one is, Mr. Lee, you're a complete inspiration. Oh. And I listen to your podcasts and your radio every single evening. And uh, it puts a massive smile on my face. I've That's been a best place for true, a to be. I think a yeah. very similar situation to you. Yeah. Uh, I have a nine and a six-year-old child. Oh man! He, what, the child is nine and six. It's a <laughs> shapeshifter, an age shifter. <laughs> and I'm going through a divorce, which I think is quite similar to your situation. Yeah. Um, and I've had to move out and move into a new house. Are you buying blah, a? Blah, blah, have blah. you bought a farm? Have you? Are you on a? I'm on a farm now. I've got I a, haven't. Fifteen hundred cattle. I haven't been. Lucky enough to buy a farm. Oh, man. It's great. I've only been lucky enough to buy a house in Watford, but, you know. Hey, Watford. They're, they're Watford's all right. Well, I didn't get the joy of going into the jungle, you know, and getting whatever it was. Quarter of a million pounds. Pig. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pig's hoo-ha. Yeah, pig's hoo-ha. <laughs> Quarter of a million pounds. My point, Ian, yes. if I could just say so. You can is, do it. Uh, yeah, of course I could. Do it. Maybe. Okay. I could go into the jungle, but I don't think anyone's going to pay me a quarter of a million quid. No. Well, no, I was. I meant you'll get your, your point. But Yusuf, how long ago was your divorce, man? Uh, about 18 months ago. Oh, so, so uh, what, what, 18 months that you left or 18 months that it got finalised? I left. It's not finalised, but right. I left 18 months ago. Oh, okay. So, so still, it's, it's, you're, still in the, you're still in the thick of it. Yeah. How are you finding it, brother? It's horrid. Isn't it? I'm getting absolutely raped for every penny. Well, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's not great. Um, no. you know, but I, I, you know, I'm, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I want to pay my way. I want to, you know, meet my, um, responsibilities financially. I'm not, you know, I'm not hiring a, top hotshot lawyer to say get me out and save me money i'm i'm i want to you know i'm i'm happy to meet my responsibilities and i agree with you one thousand percent my kids were my priority 
And I'm not going to uh, employ a lawyer that's going to save me a few grand. Why yep. would I do that? Yep. My kids happiness and their well-being is my priority yeah. so yes i'm as very happy be. as it should be. yeah as it should be yeah yeah anyway this is a bit serious isn't it? that's right we're allowed to get serious i get my stereo tomorrow for the first time in two years i'm going to be living with my cat and i'm going to have my stereo let's just say the old vinyl is coming <laughs> out it's going to get dusted down we're going to be listening to some fat tracks <laughs> My neighbours are going to get to know me very, very well via the bass going through the wall. Well, I saw your bedroom on Twitter earlier, yeah. and that looks like an absolute It's not bad, belter. is it? It's not... Yeah, it, not bad. It's not bad, is it? The boy done not good. Bad. The boy from Slough done good. <laughs> hey, Chris, hang in there, man. You'll get there. All right, dude. Thank you, fella. Take care. Um, let's go to Sarah. Good evening, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Hello, Sarah, my old friend. I just wanted to end it, the show, on a bit of a more positive note. You've got 25 minutes until the end of the show. Oh, we're well, going to end. We're going to end now? Probably. But I, I spoke to you about a month or so ago when I did the quiz questions. And you, you were very competitive and you, you won the quiz questions that I gave you when I'd come in from my quiz night. Yes. And um, anyway, they've got the guy a few calls ago was being a bit disrespectful to you and what made me want to ring in well one i'm very drunk i apologize but i am very drunk yeah that's what we like drunk sarah's and um i'm having what is one i'd like to know what is the name of a wonky wednesday for a tuesday if that makes sense does that make sense to you you, you, what is a wonky wednesday but what's a wonky tuesday there's got to be a name for it i don't know what it is well, what's, so what's, a, what, what's a wonky Wednesday? When things go a wrong on a Wednesday? Wednesday is when it's midweek and you just far too drunk and wow. you probably plan to tipsy, have... Tipsy Tuesday? Yeah, maybe. That that would be good. T- Topsy-turvy Tuesday? I like that. that, that that's kind Toss, of good. Tossers Tuesday? That's, no, that's Ooh, not. No. That's, well, you like that? that's the other thing I wanted to say. When I heard the other guy being a little bit you yeah. were sort of having a bit of to and fro, and he was very disrespectful to you. Yeah. I wanted to say, um, oh, excuse me, because I am very drunk. When I went on to your show ages ago, a month ago, when I gave the quiz, I told everyone. And I won before. the quiz, didn't I? Just to reiterate. And yes, you, you did. You did. You did win the quiz. Thank and you. I told everyone, and they were like, oh, that's brilliant. When I said who you were, oh. I kind of, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know if everyone would immediately relate to who fair. you were, if that fair. makes sense. That's fair. Fair point. But they fair. did. They were like, oh, Ian Lee. Awesome. He's a funny. He was on the jungle. The jungle. So people, more than I expected, knew who you were, liked who you were. Yes, ma'am. And said that you were funny and you were... And people are too quick to say, complain when things are bad, when service is bad, when things are bad. But they never tell people when things are good so i thought i wanted to ring you and tell you that when i talked about you to my friends they all said oh yeah he's cool we like him you should get drunk more often sarah no, no. And, and I'm not just saying, no, I know you're going to And go, I'm not just saying it because I'm drunk, but drunk, I flipping I love you. Know, people don't. But people, I've always said that people are too quick to moan. No one ever says when things are good. Well, bless you. And when the guy's being disrespectful to you, I thought, no, I need to ring up and say, yes. A, about the wonky Wednesday, Tuesday thing, and B, 
actually, there are a lot of people out there that think you're pretty cool. Yeah, you're wicked, sir. Thank you very um, much. Go and drink some water. Yes, I do need to drink water. But thank you anyway. It's just a quick call. Thank you. And when I'm next to a quiz, I'll bring up something. Nice one, and I'll win that. Thank you, Sarah. Take care. Thank what a lovely lady. Lovely man. Well, I, I flipping love it. And I'm not just saying it because I'm drunk. No, don't. And don't laugh. Don't laugh because I really mean it, man. That was, that was a nice call. Yeah, it was. She meant it. Um, oh, we've got another 20 minutes of the show before Paul Ross comes in. Oh, three, four. I don't really feel we've, we've done anything tonight. I've got all these stories. 52. Roy Oberson was 52 when he died. So, seriously, when Paul said, I thought he was about, seven, about 72, 75. 52. I never liked Roy Orbison. Never liked... I don't think he had very good songs. I liked Pretty Woman, of course. And I liked... Madrova I like that one. Although, it's as we've, we've, it's problematic. Yeah. Crept in your room. Wasn't there another one with, with kettle drums in? What was the one with kettle drums in, in the 80s? I like the hand movements. There's kettle like drum that. movement. Um... Boom, boom. What was that song? Boom, anything boom. you want, one, you, you got, got it. Boom, boom. Anything you it. want, you got it. Boom, boom. Anything at all, you got, got it. That was a good one. The rest of it was crap, though. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Anything you want, you <laughs> That's nearly share. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, hello, Jack. Good evening. Good evening, Jack. Welcome to the, the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, star of uh, Channel 4's The 11 O'Clock Show and the, uh, ITV's I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here 2017 and also Catherine Boyle. Wow, absolute pleasure to speak to you It's guys. a pleasure to speak to you, Jack. Thank you. Right, we're, we're having a slight debate, me and my friend, at this ridiculous time of night. Okay. So we're thinking right yeah do you think we would have developed you know flights passenger planes and all that if there was no such thing as birds nothing natural in the skies do you think we'd have discovered you know flight on airplanes and and, and whatnot uh, yes yeah what about leaves fluttering and stuff that would have given us ideas wouldn't it yeah very possibly do you think we'd have done it as early as we did no or a lot later i think we'd have done it um a lot later and um, the reason when flight really took off, <laughs> um, pun intended, <laughs> thanks guys, uh, was because the study of the aerodynamics of the wing. So the, the, having the wing on a bird made uh, uh, people going, well, why aren't these planes with pedals, you know, when we're on a bicycle and eight rows of wings, why aren't they working? And someone said, hmm, let's look at the aerodynamics of a bird. I mean, it's curved, which means the air lifts it up. So it certainly would. It certainly sped up the process, being able to shoot a bird and then cut its wings off, rip its wings off with your teeth, and look at the aerodynamics of said dead bird. So we would have got there. Um, but I, I think if birds hadn't existed, we would have got to the moon quicker, because moon technology, spaceships, um, are not based on wing technology. There's no wings on the old yeah. 60s. Forget the shuttle. Um, forget that. Not talking about the shuttle, which is which was a folly. The wing, yep. there were no wings on the old 50s, 60s, 70s rockets. On their fins? No, no. There's no wing. There's no wings. My statement is true. Of course, 
the rocket, what, what is the rocket based on? Let's start with you, Jack. What is the rocket based on? Well, that is a brilliant question, Ian, but I have no idea. Catherine, what's the, the rocket, rocket based on? Like a bullet or something? The penis. What? The rocket is the ultimate phallic object. It's penis shaped, it's long, it's erect, it's pointing upwards, and it's going up, 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 up. And then it comes down again. No, it doesn't, well, right. not based on my friend's penis. Okay, well, what's your friend's penis like? I don't want to know. Does it explode on re-entry? Oh, God. Wow. Really quickly. Really quickly. I made myself laugh with that! Because I said it, and I knew it was funny. Then as I heard it, I thought, oh, that's actually filthy and funny. That's the, the best kind of joke. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, we would have had rockets earlier, and they would have been um, um, they would have been more like my penis. I hope that answers the question, Jack. Absolutely, yeah. Thank wish. you, mate. There we go. Um, let's go to Barney. I mean, I wish you'd have done how. <laughs> let's go to Barney. Good evening, Barney. Hello. Hello, Barney. Hello. This is the... Uh Pseudo Europa Persona Super Edwardine channel. Yes, that's correct. What can we do for you, caller? Good, good. Uh, well, I have uh, been listening to you in the uh, last week, and uh, I have been hearing out you talking about the uh, the uh, uh, what uh, the the uh, magnetophone? You know the magnetophone. The magnetophone. Remind me about the magnetophone. Uh, uh, about the uh, the um uh the the uh, what do you call uh, tape? Tape. The, the tape. The cassettes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cassettes. Yeah. Yeah. And cassetten. Uh, yeah, Ka- yeah. Kleine, kleine Magnetophonen. It is echt dan um aus dem uh, audio cassetten. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This is correct. Kleine Magnetophone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I have... Uh, this reminds me of a uh, question. Okay, we yeah. finish at one o'clock, though, so, you, you uh, know, get a wriggle on, buddy. Yeah, oh, very good, very good. Very uh, efficient, you know. Uh, I have been having a question of uh, many years now. Yes, it feels the, like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, about the uh, <laughs> TDK yes. uh, co- company, which... Uh, is always this on is, the. Uh, this is going to end badly, I know, but I'm going to go with it. Yes. The uh, people uh, running on the the courses on the athletics. Yes. And uh, it's still in these recent times. It's always still yep. doing the uh, sponsoring. You know. Okay. I'm I'm I am losing the will to live. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, mine and. Uh, um, uh, uh, essence in uh, Willen ist uh, gestickt um, und meinen um, uh, Breathen uh, kaputt. Oh, well, well, uh, so hurry up. What yeah. you sch- schnell. Schnell, schnell. Handy hock, schnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I just do not understand why they are still sponsoring the, uh, the people when nobody uses the magnetophone these these years do you understand yeah okay thanks so much for your call apparently um thieves stole a shark from an aquarium by removing it from a tank and disguising it as a baby in a pushchair um was it roger rabbit is that story true yeah apparently they they found them they put the shark back it's fine took it bottlers 
Is what? it you doing that? Oh, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Paul, Paul Ross is doing that tonight. Are, am I the only one imagining it wearing a bonnet and sucking on a dummy? <laughs> sucking a, like are you a doing that? Tom and Jerry. What is this then? Someone just the tweeted in the aquarium in Texas. Oh, so the show is apparently genuine. When did this Some, happen? Uh, I think only about a week ago. Yeah. But they they took the person. I think the person had issues who was trying to steal the shark. But he basically leant over and rolled it into a pram. I don't think you stuck a bonnet on it, but it's a lovely <laughs> idea, a little knitted card. So we're covering that story on the show. And also, we're talking on the show today, because it's National Marine Week, as yeah. I'm sure you know. Of course, we're celebrating um, it so we're, much. We're marking the wolfin that's been spotted off a of Hawaiian island. Oh, I saw Part this. whale, part dolphin. It's a hybrid. The wolf, like, 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 we were only talking last week mules. about mules and, and donkeys. Hinnies. and Yeah, and now it's the wolfin. But, so the, can they, can, well, obviously they well, can breed. This is then. technically, it's called a whale, but it's closer to a dolphin or a porpoise. Yeah. But it's still very distinct species. But apparently they've been there in the past, but they used to think it was some kind of mariner's old wives' tale yeah, or mariner's yeah, myth. Yeah. No, there's a wolfin floating around out there. Wow. Well, they didn't call it a dwale, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the whale had a better agent or something. Roy Orbison was 52 when he died. And they say, I love Roy Orbison, though. I Are you a fan? I, I don't. Huge fan. I, I say with the, anything you, you want. Um, you oh, got it. Only oh. the lonely blue bayou running scared. Those songs. Bruce Springsteen inducted him into the Rock and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame, I think, in 1984. Made the most amazing speech. And that year, yeah. if you ever get the chance to see, I don't like concert films normally. I like to yeah. be there or listen to. Oh, them. that black and white concert. The black and white night. Oh, no, that's a that's a great one. Well, I remember seeing that on Tom Petty, yeah. Elvis Costello, Katie Lang, Jackson yeah. Brown, Bruce Springsteen, and Roy Orbison sings in that, and he sounds exactly yeah. like the records. His voice is operatic. I I'm not a fan. Oh, and, and this is the same with the early Elvis stuff of that 50s kind of echo. You know that well, kind I love of that operatic scene. Yeah, like the scene, I mean Elvis's version of Blue Moon when he goes falsetto. That oh, breaks my heart. I don't. It that doesn't... in the bath, yeah. glass of red wine. I know you don't partake. Is the an red image. wine? Is an image. The red wine floating in the bath in a glass, and Elvis Presley early Sun recordings playing. Oh. Harbour lights going into uh, Blue yeah. Moon, or oh, break your heart into a thousand oh, tiny pieces. Are we funny as human beings? Because I should like that, and I don't. You love it, I and there's it. stuff that I like that you should like, but you don't. It just. I don't mind the Bay City Rollers. They've got their, their, their moments. Oh, the Bay City Rollers is a very weedy sound, isn't it? It's <laughs> one, of, one of the few 70s groups that I can't but they, really... They sang Shagaleg and they ran with the gang. I, I mean, what kind of gang was that? <laughs> well, They'd be look, the laughing stock. I, um, uh, I don't know much about them, but I did watch a really good documentary from about four or five years ago on... on uh, maybe it's on YouTube or it's a BBC documentary about the Bay City Rollers. And, um, well, the dark documentary, I imagine. It was very dark. Which one was... One of them was a... Uh, well, it was the manager. The manager. Was Tam a, Payton, yeah. Was 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 uh, a paedophile. Um, and but, one of the members was, but I won't say which one in case I get it wrong. No, you've very wisely yeah. done. There was, wasn't it? I think he's dead now, that yeah. one as yeah. well. But um, and, and Les McEwen left because it's the. Well, one... I've got a great true story about Les McEwen very go quickly. On, go on. Okay, he was, uh, as we all are occasionally, um, he was on his uppers. Yeah. Uh, living on the bones of his backside, yeah. and he was off the chance to go on through the keyhole, but he was living in somewhere that wasn't TV-friendly. Oh. And his mate said, my mum and dad were away for a couple of weeks, use their house. Oh, no. So he took the dough, I think they paid him 500 quid, he told me, for the filming down, 500 quid to go along and be interviewed by David Frost, yeah, Sir yeah. David. And they went round, and, one, and his mates, they'd be fine. It was a lovely house, Hampstead or somewhere, beautiful house, worth bundles, really sophisticated, lovely... And um, he said, put some basic Rollers gold discs on, a few, a bit of tartan. Yeah. And, and they, so Lloyd Grossman, you didn't have to be there. I did it years ago as well, and I needed the money. Wow. What kind of person lives in a house like this? Goes for it. Anyway, Les turns up, yeah. and they're looking at the evidence, and he suddenly realised something as they've gone round, because David Frost says, 
And when does your interest in astronomy and astrophysics come from? And it was a gigantic refractor reflecting telescope in oh, there, and he no. had to give him love on bollards. About, yeah, but he didn't set. And he, he was somebody else's house, and Les McEwen got Good the key from him. through the keyhole. That's, that's a great blag, isn't it? That's quite a common thing. Quite often on, on, on the Celebrity Come Dine with me, people, um, I think Biggins, like, borrowed someone's house. People, they borrow houses to look like, more I did it, and, and it was Abby Chipmus and a I remember, I remember yours, I saw it, yours. It wasn't her flat. She said, I'm borrowing a mate's flat. And it was a football player, I think Rodney Marsh, who lives in Florida, and they yeah. weren't going to fly us out for that. Yeah. So he borrowed his daughter's house. Right. Yeah, so that was, you know, but, yeah. uh, but they were kind of fairly frank about that. But to go on to through the keyhole yeah, and say, yes, bit. I've always been interested in the galaxies and the stars, and yeah. to waffle away for a couple of minutes, wow. fantastic. Uh, Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Go on, get yeah, out, man. Very quick thing. Get Roy out. Roy Orbison, one of the great middle names from the Deep South. Roy Kelton Orbison. Kelton. Isn't that a great middle name? That's like a fish. I you think. know what the K stands for, Philip K. Dick? No, I don't. Kindred. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, wow. Oh. Thank you, Paul Ross. He'll be on at one. He's on it most nights of the week at one o'clock, between one and five, and then it's James Max. And, uh, you know, it's um, a lot of through-the-night shows are quite lazy. Guy comes in and, you know, it's not a lot happens, and you, you, get same, you get the same six people phoning in and being obnoxious, but... Paul puts a bit of bit of work into his. He puts loads he in puts there. Puts a bit of work into it, guys. It's a little bit of work goes into that show. He don't just come in and um, you know, open the mics and go, yeah, what do you want? And you know, he puts. He's in not work. got a huge team of minions finding this stuff for him either. He does it because he enjoys it. Yeah, no, he does it because he's. Let's be honest, he's a little bit weird. He's a little bit weird. He knows all this stuff. Um, you, he's like an encyclopedia. <laughs> he is. He is. It's always good when he comes in. We'll get him in earlier one night. We keep saying we do, and we, we don't, but we will. Uh, last uh, six minutes of the show, guys. Uh, five minutes of the show now. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to give us um, a call, you'll be very very welcome. Let's just have a look. I've got these stories written down. There seem to be more bums and boobs in the papers. It's because uh, Love Island, right. they're trying to sort of wean us off. Um, I think it's weaning us off. Um, you, 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 you're making the sound as though you have something. I've got something. No, I've not. All right, I've got, so where's this? I've got my papers all over. Let's, let's have a little. Oh, here we go. It's in here. It's in here. Um... It's National Orgasm Day. It was yesterday. Oh, so, I didn't. I didn't mark it. Um, I did several times. <laughs> Divorce. What can I tell you? It's National Orgasm Day. So here's our A to Z guide to help. Um, pick a letter, any letter, and we'll, we'll get you some orgasms out of it. Okay. Uh, okay. Kissing can help you orgasm. Sexpert Alex Fox from Sex Toy Company. A really good snog can make you feel so passionate and so potent that many couples stop dedicating proper time to deep kissing as their relationship runs on. Deep kissing. This summer, make a pact that at least once a day, you give your full focus to kissing your partner, and you find the weather isn't the only thing hot enough. Wow. So that says sex tip is have a, have a kiss. All right, fine. I hadn't thought of that. What's wrong with a kiss, boy? Remember that from Meaning of Life? What's... A- how do you, how do you, I come in with a sentence, how do you lubricate the vagina? Um, stimulator clitoris, sir. What's wrong with a kiss, boy? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, pick another letter. Um, T. Tits. Oh! <laughs> Incorrect. Ten o'clock is the best time of the day to get frisky. 
Dr. Paul Kelly says the best time to have sex is between 10 and 10.30 p.m. Because an orgasm at this time prompts the release of oxytocin, the hormone that's associated with bonding in a relaxed mood. So why is it... Why 10 o'clock, though? I don't understand. Um... Uh, these are rubbish. Because it is. V. I know what V is going to be. What? Vagine. No, incorrect. Oh. Vibrato. Really? Vibrators can help you orgasm faster. Sexpert Alex Fox says, try new toys and tricks to get your fix and keep things interesting. Wow. It's not really a tip, though, is it? No. Um, there we go. C. <laughs> The colour of your clothes can help you climax. Really? Red is best for passion and great for heatwave flirting. What about white with a bit of green? I believe that's what they call a callback in comedy. Um, there we go. There's one for you, Catherine. Hey, our fresco sex. <laughs> he said to turn up there. You've done it outside loads I've of times. I've done it loads. You I've got, done it a few times. You, you were doing it for so long in one place, you got a parking ticket. Our fresco sex. <laughs> Is said to turn up the heat in more ways than one. The fear of getting caught raises your heart rate, and 45% of couples claim nookie in the open air helps them climax. Plus 82%. I can't come. Maybe I need to go and have a uh, do this outside. Maybe I need to be doing it outside. Oh God, careful. Uh, 82% say sex in an unusual place is their ultimate fantasy. Just make sure you don't break the law. B. Breast stimulation. Breast stimulation alone can help 1% of women reach orgasm. 1%? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the rest of are going, can you, can you crack on, please? How can what you get an orgasm from that? Oh. Well, I suppose something. So, okay, no, I can buy that. Um, um, okay, well, there's, there's a thing about faking it, but that's not going to turn up the heat and get you an orgasm. Positions, P for positions. Uh, positions play an important part. The missionary and cowgirl positions. What's that? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> are the most likely to bring a woman to climax, Gosh. according to studies carried out by the Simon Mayo Clinic in America. Simon Mayo? Apparently so. He's, Gosh. He's busy, well, isn't he? On that bombshell. It's a strange old, uh, it's a strange old world, isn't it, that we live in? Uh, thank you, dear listener. Thank you, Catherine. Um, and um, thank you, Sam. Uh, if you want to get the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Acast, go to your usual podcast provider. Uh, we'll put out a best of of this tomorrow. We'll also um, put out the interview with uh, with Sarah Barron as well as a separate little podcast. She was lovely. It was nice to meet her. Um, we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Until then, from us, thank you very much. Ta-ta!